Hi everyone, welcome to the RP Geeks. Um, you have joined us for a very, very tense episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Science. This is episode 11 um, of our actual play D&D 5e with a sci-fi twist series in which we, whew, I'm, I'm, this is actually quite hard to just like get through the description because I am just very tense. Uh, as you'll see why in a minute. Um, what do we do? Oh yeah, we play D&D. Uh, set in a far-flung universe, and everything that our characters do, everything that happens, everything that exists in the world, uh, has to be able to be explained with some kind of scientific basis. That's our challenge, and we have our D&D brief section after the adventure, um, in which we pick different topics to talk about and talk about the science of. Um, now, uh, Ali will will uh, uh, give you a, a plot summary when we start, <laughs> so you'll see why we're all very tense. Um, but for now, let's just, let's, let's all introduce ourselves. Let's just check in, check in with each other. It's very important. Make sure we're doing all okay. Um, <laughs> Emily's not okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's gonna be fine. Hi, my name is Sharmini. Um, I use she, she, her pronouns. I'm a science, uh, documentary maker. Um, I am playing Tenebris, who is in mechanical terms, a drow sorcerer. Um, and I'm just peachy at the moment. Um, Simon, why don't you go next? I am, hello, I am Simon. I am the opposite coin, side of the coin that uh, that Sharmini flipped last episode in terms of discretion being the greater part of valor. Uh, huh? What did I do? What? <laughs> you scarped up a tree. I, oh, stood, yes. I okay. stood my ground and fought. Well done. Um, hello, yeah, my name is Simon. I use he him pronouns. And uh, I play Uriel, which mechanically, when you said mechanically it threw me, I thought you were going to introduce yourself as infinity. <laughs> uh, mechanically, I am mostly mechanical uh, because I am Uriel, the dwarf monk, who is a cybernetically enhanced human. Uh, and I make science stuff and streams for a living, believe it or not. And that just leaves the very stressed Emily Bates. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Emily. Um, I use she, her pronouns, and I make science films for a living. And I do play Infinite Sky 6000. <laughs> and I will Present hopefully tense. keep playing her for a long time to come. Um, and she is mechanically... A robot and also uh in D, D terms she is a druid who is technically a wood elf but she looks like a robot she is a robot is present tense she's fine just <laughs> a little unconscious a little bit failing on death's throat okay i'm gonna stop talking now uh, last person is the one with all the power i and, and amazingly this is the one episode where i don't have any power i am actually like it's just the dice rolls right that's that's what's going to happen. There's not a lot I can do here. You could have um, a potion. Think someone could just, a potion could fall from the sky into your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that could happen. It's a good idea. So uh, I'm the DM and I also make science films mostly for the for a living. And that's that's pretty much it. Let's let's do this. Let's, let's do it. Okay, let's we'll do. see you on the other side of the intro, everyone. Good luck. Help. So, where were we? After confronting a group of smugglers deep under the Mukinchi Mountains, the party had fled, a cataclysmic wave of energy unleashed from a mysterious cavern wall. And eventually, 
aided by a group of fish-like creatures, they found their way above the ground, deep in the mountain forest. At this point, the party took the opportunity to sleep, talk, walk deeper into the woods among the towering trees. But what they didn't see was that a wolf pack had been stalking them. And then, in a gloomy grove, carpeted in shadow and strewn with pine needles, the wolves surrounded them and attacked. Some rough rolls and some vicious wolf bites left Uriel and Infinity unconscious on the floor, with only Tenebris still standing. But before the wolves could finish her off, bolts rained down from the sky and the last wolf ran. Four figures descended into the midst of the carnage, landing around your stricken bodies. Tenebris, you were the last standing, shocked as the nearest figure to you turned and said, We should thank you for doing the work for us. And in that time, Uriel rolled and failed his first death saving throw, and Infinity rolled a natural one and failed her first two death saving throws. So now, Tenebris, we are in initiative order. You will go first, <laughs> then the figures, then Uriel, and then Infinity. Oh, that was really good to know. Okay, that's, that's so, good to know. That's, that's so useful to know. I like that. What do I like that? would you like to do? Um, so, um, Tenebris is standing um, above these two crunched bodies, staring at these four figures who just appeared for nowhere. There's like this uh, pause of, of what now? Are they going to kill me? Um, but then she spins round, sort of collapses to her knees on the, on the pine leaves. Um, sort of like between the two of them, just looking at kind of both of them, trying to like reach out. Um, Uriel's bleeding and been bitten in multiple places. Infinity, I imagine, is like there are bits that are just crushed, like the the metal twisted, and and Tenebris is 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 like just almost uselessly, just like putting her hands out, knowing that there's nothing that they can do and saying no 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 and then she sits up turns around and talks to the figure that has that spoke and says help them help me help us please 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 you have to help them if i am only permitted one action it would be to roll a persuasion check I think if all you're doing is asking for help, you could you could make a big deal out of it, in which case the DC would be lower, and then that would be your action. Or you could shout it at them as you run off to do another action, and the DC would be higher. But both, there will be a persuasion check. Um, that's very fair. Yeah. Um, in that case, I... 
Tenebris is not convinced that these people are going to help. They might be about to kill her. It's 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 a very um, sort of desperate attempt. She's gonna she's gonna say that and then go back to, to infinity and tr and start trying to like push the panels back in and just find these sort of like broken bits of metal and and put them back into place somehow so this is you trying to stabilize yes yeah, so i'd like to yeah both roll a persuasion check and then roll a medicine check to stabilize infinity okay roll a persuasion check to ask for help from these people okay right very persuasive which is why i thought this would be a sensible thing to do so high risk i'm shaking 25 what 25 <laughs> yes sorceress yes <sighs> oh. you drop to your knees crawling towards the bodies of your fallen friends as you scream out without even looking behind you help them you see the figure turn out of the corner of your eye you hear a muttering what that's all you hear you reach uriel's shattered figure and plates lying on the grass splinters of broken glass embedded in the turf you pull yourself over to see where the cables in her neck running down deeper inside her body are exposed to the air and you try to somehow bring the important parts back together Roll a medicine check. No training in robotics. Robotic healing. No, <laughs> that was so nearly enough for one. Thirteen. So good. <laughs> With a thirteen, <clears throat> you search around on the floor, buried in the needles, underneath the bodies of the wolves which have fallen you find an encased box covered in hard uh, shielding you pick it up you take it back and as you bring it closer and closer to infinity's shattered body you see the pieces start to bend slowly towards it as you place the box in the crater where her chest was, you see, out of just as you focus in, tiny strands of metal wiring start to creep from her body towards this box. And the light starts to flicker behind her eyes. Now, behind you, you hear movement. That same rough tone. 
Two shadows fall over you. One of them is the same woman that you talked to as you were coming over, hunched, binocular goggles swinging from her neck. She bends down over the body of Uriel. She starts looking him over. Then you hear another voice from further away. Look up, an older man with a hunting rifle slung across his back sat on the floor in the pine cones. He looks over with sunken, coal black eyes. He gives a sneer. Armada! He spits on the floor. But the woman turns to Uriel and bends down. And you see her trying to do something. She reaches down, places her hands on Uriel's chest, and then, with a swift motion, she plunges her hand into his chest. Not hot about that. Oh, no, Tenebris is going to just cry out like... Hold it there for a second. You see blood starting to well up and then slowly be sucked back in. She pulls the hand out, oh. holds the wound together, and with a short, harsh, to her colleague, uh, she's given a small tube. She pastes it over the incision where her hand was and sits back and looks at him. Uriel's head slowly rolls to the other side and his chest starts to rise and fall again. And with that, we're out of initiative order. So oh both my of you... God. He takes a, a sip of his drink, confident that he's just <laughs> taken the weight of the world off of mates' shoulders. Oh my god! Oh, that wasn't me. <laughs> Tenebris, man, well done. Ooh. Nearly a nat one on the on the medicine check. That would have that would have killed said, you. That would have killed me. Yeah. Would it would have been a hell that nobody would have seen that coming. That's what me and Ali said. We were talking oh, about it. Shit. If someone that tried to stabilize really me and rolled in that one, that would yeah, have been that, that would have been it. Yeah. you sat. All that cooking my dice. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Your breath suddenly fall away as you release it for what feels like the first time in an age. You look at the floor beneath you. You hear the sounds of the birds in the trees. Then a hand falls on your shoulder. So, where are you from? Um, yeah, yes, hello, sorry, hello. Um, thank you. Hello, thank you. Uh, we, uh, nice to, nice to meet you. Sorry, there were wolves. Um, it, it is very good to, um, I, uh, we, I am Tenebris. 
the woman reaches out her hand and you can see that protruding from her fingers are long, thin metal spines. And Ebris is going to, like, pull back slightly. She looks at you again. Don't worry about this. This is... This is... How it must be. And she takes your hand. And you can feel the spines close around your wrist. They're cold. But they're also worn from long, long use. I am Emelina. You may call me. Great name. Emelina. Hello, Emelina. This, she looks up, standing behind you, large figure, swollen musculature across their arms and their chest, rough hair climbing from their neck up to their cheeks. And behind them, you see a long, thick tail raised high above their head, waving slowly. Hey, they smile at you. People. Tabaxi! Flashes of long canines. Then they turn away from you and start inspecting the bodies of the two wolves, pulling them apart, tearing the skin. Um, Tenebris, you uh, are sat slumped on the floor uh, of this pine forest. You're looking down at the shattered bodies of your friends, but you can see that there is some life returning to them. Next to you sits a young woman. She wears uh, binocular goggles slung around her neck. She has a long hooked nose and a slight squint as she looks at you over the top of it. There's a smile that plays around her mouth and you can see sticking up from the back of her hair three gray mottled feathers slightly swaying in the wind. You also see that she's wearing an all-in-one dark suit with flaps that run from her hands down to her waist and then to her feet. Where her hands are, thin metal spines protrude from her fingers. They're rough, well used. She looks at you. Your friends will not last long with the big one still around. Perhaps you would do best to come with us for tonight. And then you hear behind her the same old man. He stands up, slings his rifle over his shoulder and walks away in the direction that a large wolf ran. Please, yes, yes, please. We would be very appreciative of your help. We were just trying to go back to to vow to the the colony there. Uh, You're going to vow. 
What's your business there? Well, we were uh, trying to find work. Um, we, uh, we, we, we had some work, but it is finished now. So I guess we will leave, but maybe we will get paid. I don't know. We just would like to be, you know, not. Um, there has been a lot of bad things that have happened to us that we were not expecting and then the wolves came along and we did not know that the forest was dangerous even though someone had maybe implied that the forest was dangerous but um we just want to be safe you see her lean back a little bit a shadow passes across her face you work for Val. you work for the mine uh um, well, briefly, there was some fossils that needed finding. It was just a one-off job, but it is done now. So if you don't like them, we won't work for them anymore. Make a percep uh, deception check. What have I said that's not true? The fossils. fossils. Oh, yeah. And we also still work. Well, that is a lie. I forgot that that was a lie. <laughs> We've said it so many times. No, but we are fossil. No, we're not fossil hunters. We are not archaeologists. Oh, shit, I remember. <laughs> eight. That was an eight. And now we do that. Rolls now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the woman leans well, back. She squints again at you. Then she stands. Very well. Fossil finders, is it? Perhaps I was hasty. Perhaps you have more fossils to find here. I would not want to interrupt your expedition. Oh, please, we don't know. We are not from here. We don't understand how this works. We just... Please, please help us. They are injured. If you leave us, they will die. She looks over at the large, hairy figure who's now pulling uh, the pelts off the bodies of the wolves, tearing them off with its own, their, its own strength. The tail is wrapped around uh, the trunk of one of the, the tall, uh, the, the smaller trees. Um, the younger saplings, just playing with it, pulling it from side to side, and you can see the immense strength that runs through the body of this figure. It looks over at you, and again bears its long canines, and then looks towards Emelina, this young woman. Yeah. Roll a persuasion check. Come on, Charisma. Come on. Come on, Murray. <laughs> Come on, Murray. 18. You are not wrong. You will die. And I will not have that on my conscience. She turns to the larger one. Yeah, 
figure reaches down and slings the two now flayed wolves over its shoulder and then turns towards infinity and pulls the metallic skeleton up and you can see now that as her figure is being pulled from the ground the shards and pieces of metal bent and twisted are flowing with it as though connected to it by some sort of force being dragged along the ground it's almost like a string with tin cans attached to it except the string is invisible clattering together slightly as she's slung over the shoulder the other shoulder of this character please be careful again they bear their canines at you and start to walk off towards one of the larger trees when they leave they reveal behind them another figure it's a child small long blonde hair they pull the shaggy hair out of their face and looks at you intensely you can see that there's a diagonal scar running from her left temple all the way down to her right jawbone across her face and she's missing her left eye she fingers a knife gently in her hands and then uses it to brush off the um the spores and bits of twig and detritus from the trees from her clothes she's wearing funny cast off clothes as though she's gotten from a jumble sale some too small some too big she looks down at Uriel she places a hand on him and then starts to attach uh, starts to attach the rope around his waist to her waist. It's useful rope. Rope stays on. <laughs> <laughs> we will go now. Yes. You can climb. Uh, I, I learned very quickly, yes. I can climb trees or rocks. No, trees. This is a tree place. I can climb, sorry. Good. And with that, the young woman takes off towards one of the trees. The girl, tied now to Uriel's body, bashes a switch at her hip and ah! my God! a balloon oh my God! inflates from what? the backpack that she's wearing what? and she starts to rise into the tree cover. You look behind you um, for where the larger figure has gone and you don't see them at all have completely disappeared and now you're alone <laughs> I'm not, Al I'm not alone doing a great job of keeping an eye on you all <laughs> in the clearing Christ I'm getting left behind gonna freaking oh no I need to plan if there's one thing that Tenebris knows about climbing is that you have to plan where you're going so I'm gonna look around all the trees um, and try and figure out a where where is the right direction where they are where i want to be but also where is the place that will where is the easiest route you can see that the girl is rising up basically vertically into the canopy um and you can okay. just see that she is being there's some sort of thrust that's directing her slightly 
as she floats up um, between the branches. Um, you've lost sight of the larger muscular figure. Uh, you don't know where the older character with the gun has gone. Um, but you do need to make a perception check. He's there just tearing apart infinity. It's still dark here. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, you're in the shadows of the trees. It's not daylight. Eight. You see the flash of some darker material skirting its way around one of the larger trees. But apart from that, suddenly there's nothing. Wait, where did Emelina... Where did Emelina go? Emelina... She disappeared towards well. one of the trees. And so was, was there four figures in total? have been able to see where she's gone. Was, it, was, it, was, was Emelina, the big guy, the child, and this other woman? Was that right? Four? There's Emelina, who's the young woman. Yeah. There's the child, who's the girl. The there's the big figure. And there's an old man who's uh, yeah. disappeared before. Right, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, she, she told me to climb. Right. I'm gonna freaking climb. Uh, that, does that make sense? They came from up. The little girl has gone up. I feel like they must have a secret house in the sky. That's what I feel like. Um, I'm gonna pick the best looking tree and like madly panicked fast speed climb. Oh god. And Until I get a little way up, in which point I'm gonna remember that climbing needs to falling needs to dying and then I'm going to slow down and go least to the dark side <laughs> well, make an investigation roll for the best tree and then make a, an athletics check my investigation roll is 14 not best too bad um, ac- sorry acrobatics or athletics athletics that's fair it's climbing oh I plan a roll well on that 16 I have a negative athletics modifier you scan the trees around you some of them are younger and they seem to have bolted up uh, into the canopy as fast as they can their trunks although very broad don't have branches coming off them at this level but some of them are much older gnarled giants from some older time and you can see that they do have gnarls and nobbles sticking off them and even smaller branches you go for one of these and you pull yourself up and It's almost like you're back underground when you would enter a large cave and have to climb down to reach where you wanted to go. It's not that different. And in the darkness of the shadows of the trees, you let your muscle memory take control and you feel the bark scraping against your skin and you can smell a very strong odor of pine. And you feel the breeze, you hear the chirrup of small birds as you climb and climb and climb and Nebris is gonna just mutter to herself as she's climbing we're fine it's just like big smelly rock we will be okay now this was happening during the day right mm-hmm. yeah. okay is it evening or morning it's, the, it's, up... the... it's morning we woke up at the pond and then walked for a while we've walked for quite a while though I thought lunchtime afternoon it's the early afternoon. Early afternoon, yeah. But it is also cloudy. Yeah. You climb and climb. As you get higher and higher, more and more light starts to filter through. 
uh, and you realize that as you go further and further into the canopy, uh, you're starting to reach the highest layers. You start to feel a fresher, cooler air on your cheeks. That strong, almost burning, piney scent makes way for a more delicate scent of flowers. And suddenly your head pokes up over the top of the tree line and you see a sea of branches rippling in the winds. Your eyes are burned suddenly by the brightness of the sun. No, it's an empress. <laughs> There's not much here between you and the sky. Just the crowns of the old forest giants that surface from the sea like rocks. There are giants in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Well, musical theatre joke there for everyone. I thought you'd go for Come From Away. I, it was in my head, but I haven't seen it, so I'm not there. Uh, okay. no. Up here, there's more movement than there was uh, uh, on the forest floor. You can see uh, murmurations of swallows circling and moving and rippling across the canopy of the trees. Uh, you can hear the sounds of scurrying, little animals moving along the branches. And then you feel a warm touch of fur, a moment, and you see a pine marten run over your hand, disappear, <laughs> skittering away. Not that noise. <laughs> not, like, but not like that. More like, like a little mouse. It's like a big pine marten. Bloody hell. Okay. Okay. And now, make a, another perception check with disadvantage because you're in bright daylight. Oh boy, it is very bright. I don't like the bright. While she does that, can I just say how much uh, murmuration is just a great word? Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. 16. With disadvantage. With disadvantage, roll a 14 and a 15 on the dice. Wow. <clears throat> Squinting with your goggles pressed over your eyes, and I imagine your hands are over your goggles, just to cut out as much light as possible. You scan around. <laughs> the first thing you see is a small circular object floating just above the canopy, moving very slowly uh, across your field of vision. He's a it's human hot air away. balloon. Um, uh, Aunt Marge? What was the one from uh, yeah. Prisoner of oh, Azkaban? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Where she like goes... Oh, man. Okay. Which was all practical effects. That wasn't. That was a. Uh, that was practical Amazing. effects, not the effects. Well, even when she floated away at the end and just. Yeah, like it was Especially a huge. No. Suit. There was a suit that they had airbags built into that they inflated. What? And they actually flew her up. Well, yeah, on a wire. Like. Yeah. They didn't fill her with helium. Sure. On top of that. <laughs> Sorry. If you look closer. Underneath this floating object, you see a flicker of movement. Um, and it looks like something leaping from tree to tree, from branch to branch. And then following that, something too fast for you almost to see. We're excited about this. Glides down through the canopy and disappears again. 
best NPCs I've ever met. God damn. Infinity That's would so just cool. be having a field day if she was oh, awake no. right oh, now. Infinity, you're missing everything. I, I met a Pine Martin. A Pine Martin. Oh, Do you know how gosh. much she'd love to be a Pine oh. Martin? I, I am looking for climbing roots that are towards them. How far do these branches go out? Can I get from one tree to another? Uh, the branches are thick, you know? I mean, they're almost like you could walk, you could easily walk on, walk on them. Oh, wow, okay. Um, I'm gonna look for one that seems to, so, there, you know, there's a direction. I know where I kind of know where I'm going. Um, I try not to fall off and die. Um, I'm gonna look, yeah, look for a branch that, that heads in that direction, heads towards a branch from another tree, and carefully walk across it. You walk uh, along this thick, thick branch. It's maybe a meter, two meters wide. You're not even wow. really worried about falling. Wow. You fall, you would catch yourself. The wrinkled bark of the tree is so deep that you're almost worried that your foot's going to catch in it. As you walk towards the end of this branch out, you get further and further uh, over the top of this um, canopy, this canopy sea, and you realise that the tree that you've chosen, this gnarled old giant, is one of the older trees in the forest, one of the rocks that breaks the surface. And as you reach the end of the branch, mm. you see, attached where the branch starts to narrow, a rope. <gasps> I like this place. The rope stretches out, out from this taller tree. And you see it stretch and stretch and stretch until it reaches another tree, maybe 100 meters away, another tree that breaks the canopy. Oh no, wait, it's a single, oh geez, a single strand of rope going across a huge distance. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. We need to talk about how you're saying the word canopy. <laughs> What's wrong with the word canopy? Is he saying canopy? Canopy? <laughs> 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 As in the thing you serve in between the reception and the wedding. Like, we, Bates and I have locked eyes and tried not to laugh several times now. <laughs> I thought it was something dirty. I'm really pleased that I it's thought. like a wholesome thing. I'm mean, that's really it's sweet. We both Delicious like, wholesome canapé thing. Canapé. You're just on a big tray of food. This is yeah. Exeter RPG. I'm not going to change the way I say canapé. No, but that's, that's correct. Right in the you middle. You just said canopy. Then. You said canopy. That's correct. I won't change that. You're good. You'll hear that every time. Yeah. Or will he? This rope stretches out in front of you across the canopy. <laughs> that was it. canopy. Shut up. Shut up. Right. That was fine though. It's a single rope. A thick, single thick rope. How thick? Like this thick? Or this yeah, thick? I like. Wait, this is great for a podcast. Is it a meter, wa- a meter wide rope? No, it's about no, ten it's centimeters. Not, it's the it? sort of ten rope that you might. A meter wide. <laughs> well, I was being optimistic. Okay, <laughs> that's space rope. It's, it's normal. <laughs> it's rope. And um, these are like these few infrequent trees that burst up from the canopy. When, uh, uh, if, if I look down below me and when I was climbing through the main branchy bits of the trees, I just picked the wrong fucking tree, like, could I have gotten from smaller tree to smaller tree 
yeah. Is there another way? Uh, Just with branches that are actually touching and not a rope. Um, looking down, yeah. you can see that there are no other trees which have this kind of level of where the branches you could walk on are stable. Yeah. yeah. But that but would touch each other that you could walk between. Tenebris fell once. Tenebris does not want to fall. Um, As you're thinking, you still see this floating little ball that's maybe 200 meters away from you. I am got Christ. I'm going to yell. Wait! Please! Hello? Okay. Um, roll a... Roll a persuasion check. Over, the, over this distance, and the wind is behind you, you hope that maybe your voice will carry. Persuasion? With disadvantage? Persuasion. Or just a high DC? Sorry, no, you were saying persuasion. about the wind being all windy. No, as in the wind the wind is carrying oh, your voice. Helping. Oh great. Seventeen. I thought the wind was unhelping. <laughs> you wait for a second and you think they've not heard you. Whatever that thing is, and you think you know what it is, that's not that's not gonna be your way out. And then you see it slowly come to a halt. And then it starts to pivot and as it turns you see come into profile the hanging body of what looks like Uriel and then very slowly this balloon comes closer and closer and you must be standing there for about half an hour as this oh, balloon. No. Very <laughs> oh, that's awkward. Yeah. It's wow. not an efficient wow. ball travel. No. Wow. I thought she was pulling it. Okay. Until eventually, the girl carrying Uriel, attached to him by his rope, <laughs> hoves into view, swaying ever so slightly in the breeze and frowning a little bit at you. And you hear her shout from about 10 meters away. Can I see the rope? Hi! Do you have, like, carabina or extra rope and then you tie? You know, when you're climbing, you, you tie and then if you fall because you have weak arms, you don't die. You, you know that thing? Yes, I have. Bitch. <laughs> 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 Who is Emelina based on? This is a little girl. This is little blonde, isn't it? Yeah. This is young Emily Bates. Bates balloonies. No. I'm going to. Oh, I'm in so much trouble. I'm going to say. No, I'm not going to say. I'm just going to say you don't have spare spare rope. Extra rope? I'm gonna smile really encouragingly. 
And very slowly, she floats over towards you, and then piece of cereal. Yeah. (laughs) Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I will owe you. I will. I will uh, do do jobs for you. Um, If you want anything doing, you are the best. My favorite. Uh, Yeah. Yes. Thank me later. And off she starts okay. to float, sort of wobbling Stop. away into <laughs> the walking pace. Yeah. I'll find you later for more thanks. Whew, okay, in which case, I'm going to uh, tie the rope around uh, my belt loops and this rope as securely as I can, also with the knowledge that I'm going to have to be undoing and retying this rope repeatedly as we go across, as we move. And with that, and knowing that all you're doing is moving yourself along this rope, we'll say that with a bit of time and some rest breaks, you make it to the next tree. And when you arrive, you see the same sort of setup. It's one of these uh, ancient old trees with the thick, thick branches sticking out. You move to the center, and when you reach the trunk, you can see there's been a a walkway cut into the side, a notch that moves around the side of the trunk and you follow it round and you see another branch reaching the end of that, another rope and this one more worn in fact, as though feet have trodden this path before as you climb along this next rope it takes you towards a cluster of these giant trees like an island a grove rising out of the tops of the canopy. And as you get closer and closer, you see little flashes of colour hanging from the trees, almost like baubles. And eventually, you reach uh, the branch of one of these island kind of uh, one of these island grove trees and you walk inside you look up and hidden slightly from view by the leaves around them hanging from the interior branches you see what look like spherical tents circular hanging down tied to the the branches just bobbing ever so slightly. That's amazing. And you hear the sound of voices. <laughs> you know I don't speak. I just don't speak your silly hunting language. What is it that you want from me? I need food. You owe me food. I'm not going to give you any food. And these conversations you hear more and more coming from below from above you from around you what would you like to do i'd like to follow the sounds of voices and peek and see if any of them are coming from anyone that i recognize you walk along the branch deeper into this grove you skirt round the edge of the trunk and you look in towards the center And there, hanging between the different branches of the trees, are walkways, wooden bridges 
strung in between different sections. And right in the middle, some sort of machine, almost like a, like you might imagine a, um, a trailer, but a trailer that's been decked up and attached with massive hooks and it's hanging from four chains in the center of this grove. And from it, you hear smoke rising just a little bit out of the chimney. And there are people walking around you. Along these walkways, there are wooden deckings, platforms that have been built into the sides of the trees and people passing you. And you realize this isn't an empty place. This is almost like a little village. There are people everywhere. You see, uh, uh, you see a, a girl sat um, on one of these platforms just playing with uh, a little compass which she's trying to mend. You see her ragged boots but you also see her strong hands and wide shoulders. You look up and you see a woman talking to two children, telling them off as they run down one of the uh, thinner parts um, of the, the branches in the tree line. To your right you see a man working on something and then next to him you see an older figure, you can't tell whether they're man or woman and they're working with a big sack of different objects setting them out um, on a carpet uh, on one of these tree branches and as you're watching you hear you look behind you and you see attached to the side of the trunk by her four claws Emelina she climbs her way down onto your branch and pulls back her hood which has been covering her hair and carefully reinserts the three feathers back uh, into her hair so you I see you made it she gives a little half smile thank you your friends have been taken somewhere safe uh, you, you, you have doc doctors? Hospital? Uh, no, they can't be... There's no need for doctors now. They will... Uh, they will just have to sleep that off, I'm afraid. But you think they, they will be okay, right? Because you, you fix the things and, and you put your hand inside and that usually works? She shrugs. Don't you... And then she pats you on the shoulder. And she sits down. Come, sit. Okay. We're sitting. Now, we have time, no? While your friends, they sleep. I'm just still uh, bleeding from a wolf bite. <laughs> I'm not a medical expert, but bleeding I'm pretty sure this is, this is an optimistic <laughs> oh, care she strategy. She made the blood suck back into you. That was cool. Somehow, that was cool. Infinity's defragging. <laughs> I know how computers work. Should they someone went up to her and press control shift escape. <laughs> I'm like, right, we've got Not some processes here we've got to get rid of. End process. <laughs> just blue Wait, if Infinity dies, does she just blue screen? <laughs> like she should. I mean, she doesn't have... die, though, so let's stop. And and she just has, like, a sad face. Things. No, we won't. Won't? No, no. No, wait, no, we won't. Sorry, no, we won't. We won't. Won't. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, 
No, we won't. God, no, that was that was for if if the the worst happened. No, 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 that's a different line. I just read from the wrong script. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Turn her off so. on again. <laughs> just tell me. Okay. Why are you here? And you feel from the hand on your shoulder a slight pressure as the needle-like claws dig into your shoulder. Why are we coming here or going to mine or going to forest? This very long story. Why am I here on on uh, Braxigantu? There are many questions. Well, we have a lot of time. So please, enlighten me. Um, okay. Uh, I, my name is Tenebris. I, I said that already, okay. Um, I came from, uh, Vespa. Um, do you know, do you know Vespa at all? Is what I'm from? She do shakes her head. That? Okay, no one knows that here. It is very far away, it is very nice if you want to visit. There is much less sun and weather. It is very nice. Um, and then I, I needed a job, um, and and you know, um, Gunka floating city. You see her brow furrow for a second. She nods. Floaters, something, something floaters. I can't remember. Um, I got job there. Uh, that was good. And then I left that job, and I thought, oh, vow job. So I came to vow on on shuttle. Um, Shuttle to, to, to... Perhaps... Maybe maybe not the whole story. Perhaps <laughs> you can tell me... <laughs> you did? Um, yeah, you said from... Okay, which... Perhaps sorry. you can tell me maybe about the reason you are working with uh, the Vow people. Okay. Well, we came to Vow to find work and and i met um that is yuriel is um squishy one and um infinity is pretty uh, squishy like... too but looks <laughs> <laughs> brittle one um, <laughs> <laughs> and um then there was a uh very nice uh, lady called sandy who we like very much okay this is too much detail again sorry there was it's just uh there was another person and they said you will do job for me uh and then if we did job for her, for her, then I think we get paid and then we had to leave. And she said, go to mine and do this job. Here are instructions. Um, so we said, okay. Roll a, an insight check. Let's go to Nebris. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Eight. Let's go! Let's go! Let's leave. Let's uh, let's get out of here. <laughs> you are unnerved by this situation and you're concentrating very hard on not lying yeah. to this woman. Yes, yes I am! Thank you for noticing, Ali. <laughs> so hard that... <laughs> sweating. ...aren't focused on her really at all. You're just trying to keep yourself... Not in and trouble. Maybe, I'm, maybe it's worked. I'm choosing to imagine that, like, as we cut between the cat person 
and and ten. It's like that scene in Airplane where the sweat keeps getting more and more. <laughs> it's like initially just a few beads, and it's just like <laughs> pouring off her yeah. face. And then we look for fossils. <laughs> Emmeline is not a cat person. Emmeline is a sugar glider. Oh, apologies. Sugar <laughs> sugar glider. You know, like a little flag squirrel. Oh yeah, the. Well, are, are, are the is the webbing biological though, or is it uh, is it added? Mm. She's still basically a sugar glider is, are... is a hamster with a paraglider. Yes. Yeah. So As you are sat there, Emelina turns to you and she looks at you over the top of her nose. Her eyes, her right eye, ever so slightly just losing focus and pushing its way to the right side of her socket. And her face goes suddenly serious, more serious than you've seen it to this point. So, what was this job? We weren't supposed to tell anyone. I don't want to get in trouble. You don't want to get you don't want to get in trouble. Ah. Uh, okay. Okay, but but please don't tell if I I. I will tell you, I will tell you, please, but don't tell, you know, the, our boss, because then we might not get paid. And I want to get paid! <laughs> job is good, I'm just here for job, I'm sorry. She stares at you, waiting. Okay, I will tell everything, because, please, um, okay, so, um, she said, oh, she said, um, s s smuggling? There was smuggling, um, but it had to be secret because uh, she was not allowed to investigate smuggling because maybe smuggling was, it was Ranak. Ranak was doing the smuggling, but she didn't want people to know that she was investigating the smuggling. So we pretended, oh, we will go and, and dig for fossils. Um, and then, and then we thought we found the smuggling, but then it wasn't smuggling, and there was a giant wall of light, and then and then uh, Ranok was doing something, and then uh, the person came back to life, and then and then, and then tried to kill us, and then the wall exploded, and then we had to run, and then um, we were falling, and then it was very cold, and then we were in the water, and then there was fish people, um, and then the fish people um, saved us, I think, and then. There was a waterfall, and it was all the water here on your planet is very cold, very very cold. You should not, you you, you need to um have warmer water. And then we were in wood, Psh, waterfall in wood, um, and the wall exploded, and the ramak exploded. So you know, no more smuggling. Um, is that okay? An unusual okay. story. It is true, please, I don't lie to you, because, you know, you you have my friends, and I don't want to die. And and you're very nice person, also, probably. I think no one would make up such a story. Hmm. Very well. Let us wait for your companions to... Kaffa, and then perhaps we will talk some more, yes? Yes, please may I see them? They will come to you. 
And with that, she leans backwards and topples off the back of the branch. She's <laughs> so fucking cool, I can't! Boring <laughs> conversation anyway. Away. Tenebris is gonna like come around and like hands and knees like looking over the edge just like, oh. <laughs> well, like, con considering our care strategy is we'll sleep off these wolf bites, I think we may you may be waiting for a few weeks. <laughs> no, no. How D&D works, I'm a new nurse. <laughs> One good eight-hour sleep, and I'm, I'm right at strain. Good to go. It, uh, on that, are we short resting, long resting? What's the uh... Uriel? The strange tides that you saw and you felt when last you rested are back, but now instead of. Uh, the water lapping from the sea around your feet. It's a deep, deep ocean carrying you to strange places and in strange directions, deeper down. The ones and zeros and the numbers enwrap you in ways you've never experienced, but not in ways that you expected. You feel intense emotion and then it passes and again you're back to a blank slate and with that you take one deep shuddering breath <gasps> open your eyes <laughs> trees <laughs> Huh. Where the hell am I? You see around you uh, no trees, in fact. You see... Uriel's not 100% on what a tree is and isn't. <laughs> Thing I don't recognise, tree! <laughs> He's never seen a wolf before. You've been in a forest for like the last few hours and you're like, what could a tree be? Well, no, no, no. The subset of trees includes some of these objects. <laughs> Uh, what you see is a yellow, what looks like canvas or cloth uh, material all the way around you. And it's warm where you are. Um, you can smell that smell again, the smell of the pine, but it's intermingled with other smells that you recognize. The smell of uh, burning meat, the smell of chemical reactions which you'd not smelt for a long time, at least many days. Um, but uh, you are lying on a netting floor um, in a spherical, what seems like a canvas sphere, um, and you can feel the heat of the sun uh, just starting to disappear. Um, as in, you can feel yourself cooling down. Uh, so the sun must must have gone. You look next to you, and there, weighing down the netting beside you, is the body of infinity. There are 
jagged claw marks across her screens. There's no light coming out of her. It's the first time that you've seen her completely dark. Um, uh, her antenna is bent slightly. But her eyes are clear and smooth. Ah. Uh, infinity? It's gonna like. I don't know, it's stupid, like, expecting it to be warm, but, like, kind of touching and be like. Ah. Uh, ah, uh, what. What happened? I go over and, like, try and take the antenna and move it back to its original configuration. Make a just... medicine check. That one, baby. Here we go. <laughs> Actually, why would I say that? Was that a joke? Hang <laughs> on. It was a bad ah. joke. It was a three. <laughs> Infinity dies. <laughs> Snap! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, don't Ali could actually do that, so it's not a joke about it. It goes up Christian to a four turtle. actually with my modifier. Sorry, just to all the difference. <laughs> okay, that does make a difference. <laughs> you turn it. Thank fuck. And then you try and force it into the shape that it once was. When <laughs> <laughs> you hit an old telly and you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> Get better now. <laughs> but it doesn't budge. You're real. Oh. Can I ask you, uh, I want to ask you if you feel anything. Right now, Uriel is afraid more than anything else. This is not, this is not the way the things were supposed to be. This is a new environment and he's starting to question if this is the, uh, the 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 overall mission he is here for is what he wants to do, but that is the main thing that he's feeling is is fear, and especially if a new, he's not interrogating it, but he's sort of surprised that he is afraid for infinity, that something's happened to her, which is a feeling he's very unfamiliar with. Infinity. You've slipped into complete blackness. You feel nothing, you sense nothing. Until you hear you hear a voice, but it's more as though you're feeling you're feeling a need to respond as though something is reaching into you and pulling you out of whatever you're in. As though there's a part of you that needs to respond to this cue. You hear it and slowly it starts to pull your various systems back online. You start to sense underneath your fingers the rough rope of a net your eyes open and you feel the yellow wash of the light across you and still you hear that pleading and you're awake i think 
the minute she wakes up, she remembers where she was. And she just immediately is Uriel and like almost cast cure wounds just like out in front of her, just desperate to like help. Do you cast cure wounds? Yeah. On like right. whatever is she would um, just just reach out. It's the moment just... before you went down. Yeah, Uriel, that was yeah, what she was. That's what do. you were going doing. Yeah. Yeah. Does Infinity have eyelids? <laughs> No, I don't think like she not does. In, but not like uh, what are they call like, hats, like nictating membranes. That way. Like, um, it's, is like it lizards. just a screen? Mm, I never. I don't. Ali said like, that their eyes I, were just like clear. I, no, so I think there are like, just. Yeah. There's like you know she sees through them, but I yeah. don't think there are any like you know. I think to clean them, she'd have to get a little cloth out, <laughs> like a <laughs> lens on your yeah on your camera lens, lens. Cleaner, yeah. yeah yeah lens cleaner. Uh, and so you cast cure wounds. How, yeah. how much? How many hit points? Oh yeah, as, as you could actually roll it, couldn't I? That's the thing I could do. Sorry. Uh, it's uh, a dice based game. I, <laughs> I remember. Um, <laughs> I never thought I was playing this character again. Six hit points. That's good because this does not count as a long rest, nor does oh, it count correct. as a short rest. This oh, is simply lucky. coming back up from being stabilized. Super so unlucky. you have you have one hit point. Oh, I'm casting it. So unlucky. Ow. So Uriel now yeah. has. If Uriel's there, points. he'll. Okay. Seven hit points, baby. So I've got one. So I can bring myself up. You have one. You're not in a good shape, but you are conscious. Great. That's all I and need. You don't get any of the benefits of a long rest either. That's fine. Yeah. Uriel. Oh, it worked. Are you? Uh, what? Where's Tenebris? I don't know. I just woke up. Where? Where the I, hell are we? I have no idea. Um, I'm immediately gonna start looking for Tenebris. Like, uh, it, so we're in like a a pod. You're in a sort of spherical bag. So we like uh, pressed up against each other. We're in a bag of holding. Like, I knew it would end this way. Or like, oh, we. It's got a flat floor there, inside yeah. the sphere. It has Fine. a netted floor, so the floor oh. the floor does slightly bow. So you've rolled yeah. okay. together. But the yeah. space is roughly two meters okay. wide, I would say, gonna... diameter. Can I see if there's like an opening anywhere? Yes. So one of the uh, the sides of this ball, so it's almost like a teardrop now slightly because of the weight inside it, has a zip uh, running vertically down it. Great. Um, would Infinity know what a zip is? I don't think he, well, yeah, she's not stupid. I mean, she understands what a zip is. She unzips the balloon, balloon bag thing. And I'm going to put my head out. You look out and you see uh, a grove of trees around you. You're within uh, the boughs of these huge ancient trees, gnarled, gnarled. Um, you see the bark, you see the colors, browns, greens, dark, dark yellows of the, ancient, of the old wood starting to rot in places. You catch glimpses of the tiny whites of petals of flowers nestled uh, among the pine needles. And all of this is bathed in an orange-yellow light as the sun starts to set on this day. You also see movement. People moving along rope bridges slung between the trees. Um, and right in front of you, you can see uh, that there is uh, this, um, we'll call it a tent for want of anything else, 
has been slung from a branch. It's hanging beneath it. Um, but there's a rope ladder which you could use to climb up uh, to the branch that it's hanging from. So it's sort of like connected to where we are? Is sort yeah, of idea. So, so yeah. There's a rope ladder coming down from a, a main branch and both the rope ladder is hanging off the branch and this ball tent is hanging sure. off the same branch. I think for a minute Infinity just stops and like looks out and is just overwhelmed by where she is and the nature and it makes her feel all the things and she is in such a weird state because she was so scared and so angry at herself for a little bit and um yeah and then she'll uriel uriel where, where are we look we're in the sky yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> in a very big zip <laughs> look it opens more this is how i've never used one before isn't it fun oh uh this is the tops of trees then yeah aren't they beautiful right where uh where's tenebris oh yes tenebris um i don't know uh tenebris you're <laughs> she's <just> gonna shout <laughs> or project or turn her volume up slightly as she uh cries out uh nothing no response Okay. And then, maybe five seconds later, a face appears upside down, looking, ah. uh, lowering itself down in front of you. Hello! It's uh, hair, you see hair uh, pulling away from uh, from its face, almost rising from its from its neck up to its chin. Uh, and it's almost as though the face itself has a slightly protruding uh, jaw uh, and mouth section. And it smiles, a wide, toothy grin, and big canines looking at you. Come. Oh, do you have Tenebris? The face disappears back up to the oh, ground. Uh, right, come on. And she's going to grab Uriel's hand and, like, just drag him up, but not let go. I'm okay, okay. with this. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you pull yourself up the rope ladder um, until you climb. That's quite hard, top. actually, isn't it? Holding on to someone with, and climbing a rope ladder ah. with one hand. <laughs> Being like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe she lets go for a little bit <laughs> to climb the ladder. Yes. Uriel, you fall, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Uriel's dead. That's it. <laughs> uh, you both climb up this, this rope ladder and reach the top of this branch. And now you're standing there next to a, a massive muscular figure. Um, again, with this brown hair like all over them and a huge long tail behind them they look back at you and then they wag their head uh, in a direction and they leap from the oh. branch oh. and then you see their tail wrap around a smaller branch and they swing across a space where there's a rope bridge landing on one of the larger branches on the other side oh that's pretty useful that was very good um do you think you could do that Uriel, I. Is uh, it like we could jump? There's a rope bridge. There's a rope oh, bridge. Oh, there is actually there. the rope bridge. Right, got you, got you. Got you. Uh, but they've we not will, used it this week. I will use the rope bridge. Just see Infinity being like, I want to do that. I, I could like, no, do it. No, no. They'll have a prison 
tail. Stop Here it. Here we go. <laughs> also, on, her on one hit point. Yeah. Like, yeah. A yeah. stiff breeze <laughs> will, will knock her down again. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. Follow this right figure. Go away. You sure. walking along the rope bridge, and as you're walking, you both start to hear the sound of talking, the bustle and chatter of a little settlement. You hear people bartering, some people just talking, exchanging, conversing. You look around you and you see the flash of faces of people dressed, but everyone seems to be wearing clothes that fit in uh, with the colour of the environment, some almost camouflaged. No one seems to be wearing flashy clothes that might stand out. Hmm. You walk and you walk and you follow this figure, and as the sun sets over the top of the trees, you see Tenebris. Now, before you meet her, Tenebris, have you done anything in the last while we've been waiting here? I just sort of I assume you. If, if yeah, if no one has been around, um, she will pull out the pieces of paper and pen um, from her pockets and be scribbling. Tiny, tiny, tiny notes, but sort of just keeping an eye out for people who are scary. Right. So, should we call that a short? We'll call it a short rest. Um, oh, if you want, I get a short rest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for some. Oh, nice. You got cure wounds. Be grateful. <laughs> we'll short rest. That's what I think. Yes, please. Thank you. You see Tenebris sat scribbling away at a. Uh, pieces of paper all strewn around her. Run, jump, hug. Ah! Knocks ah. her off of the platform. <laughs> Tenebris, I'm so sorry. Uriel, I'm sorry. I didn't... I'm sorry. I didn't do what I was meant to do. I was meant to protect you and I didn't. And I'm sorry. Ah, you're alive. You're alive. Yes, no, I'm fine. But you too. I'm alive. Uriel, are you alive? Uh, yeah, last I checked. Oh still alive. God. We're all alive! Infinity, infinity, no, don't, don't. I, it's infinity. I'm, I'm gonna like, <laughs> pat, her, pat her head and, and the shoulders and just be like, no, no, infinity. Don't hit her too hard. If it can be construed as a slap, she will go down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love you. Uh, um, <laughs> she goes totally blue, I, keels over at the, the feet. I'm sorry, I... I completely, I completely failed you both. Uriel, I should have healed you. I didn't. I'm sorry. I, and Tenebris, I didn't. I should have been looking out for the wolves and I didn't. I was just so excited to be in a forest and see trees and, and then, I'm so sorry. Well, in your defense, it wasn't really you that knocked us down. It was the wolves. So we're kind of all really, you know, none of us, none of us defended all of us. So when I, when I saw them, I thought they were wonderful. And one of them ate my face. Exactly. It looks quite good now, really. <laughs> just sort of tap it. Like, amazing that you got munched on by a wolf and you were already walking around. Horrific. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. Well, it turned out that they um, they preferred the taste of the organic bits to the metal bits, which is. Um, Bit of a weakness, really. Uh, quite like to fix well, that. You say that, but I'm all, all non-organic, and well, they I didn't touch Tenebra, so maybe it was the metal bits. Hmm. I think they were just very bitey. Um, they like to bite. They didn't notice that you are not maybe tasty, or maybe they like eating metal. You're right. 
um, don't, uh, uh, infinity. Um, don't, don't be sad, okay? Well, <laughs> uh, you, you have to be, well, don't be happy either, I guess. Just, it's okay. Don't worry. It's all, it's, it's a thing that happened. It's in the training set now. We'll improve for next time. Yes, I will kill all wolves the minute I see them. That uh, wasn't quite a conclusion I took, but I, I can understand you coming to that conclusion. They are dangerous. They shouldn't have been allowed. I'm I'm sorry if anything I did ever allowed them to be on this planet, but it's fine. They, I will stop them. Oh dear. Uh, okay, if you want to exterminate all wolves from the planet. They're dangerous. We will leave that. Maybe like that's a future option for us. You know, maybe that's something we can come back to. If we, they've got something of a reputation for it. To be fair, I mean, I've never seen a wolf before. I always thought they'd be sort of bigger um, and have more legs. But one of them was very big. You know, they got the reputation. You've got to be fair to Nebris for, for being we, awful. We've got bigger problems right now. Okay. Yes. Where are we? Okay. So are there um, any wolves here? I don't think they can climb. So probably not. Okay. They can't climb. Ex <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Maybe they can climb. I don't know. Listen, listen. Okay, before they come back, there are there were people in the woods, and um, they saved you. And otherwise, we would be dead. But now we are all here, and uh, you know, if 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 we if we annoy anyone, maybe we're still dead. Um, I don't really know. I don't know what they want. She, she was there was oh that's the very nice scary lady called Emelina um, and she said what are you doing here what is your job tell me the everything the job and she has claws and and she's cool and she can fly um oh. and I told her you know the secret job I told her it was a secret don't worry but oh, like, the yes the smuggling well we stopped that so it should be fine well I feel like we've done the job yeah maybe it's fine we're yeah. still um, gonna be paid for the job so the contract's that's still true. active well, I hope so but I think maybe like she doesn't like the mine, so maybe she's like really angry that we help oh. the mine. Well, maybe she'd have a job. I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel like I haven't quite. It depends on what happens in Val, but I don't know if we've got but... enough money to get off of this rock yet. Also, maybe we, even if she doesn't have job, maybe we have to help because, you know, uh, they save us and bring yeah. us here, and so we we do whatever they say. Okay. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean, we kind of got to do whatever they say at the moment because they could throw us off of one yes, of these trees. That's very much, that is very much what I was thinking. Right. Is this oh. still called a tree when it's this big? Yes. Right. This is okay. a tree. We're so not in range... a tree right now. We're in a, a tent, Snippers. No, no, is this, that the right word? No, this is branch. Oh, a branch. Sorry, I do know what a branch <laughs> you, is. You got so, out of yes. the tent. Uh, I got out of the tent. Yep. Okay, branch. I remember now. So yep. is branch tree. a kind of tree? It's a part of a tree. Is it like the main branch? That, it's like, like what? you have it's like, an arm, a tree has a branch. Right. It's, like, it's like the gills, you know? Oh, no, right. No, it's not like the gills. Like of a mushroom gills. Oh, so it's the CO2 mushroom. exchange. I do know what... No, that's the leaves. Right, What's a, what, what are leaves? This, I'll pluck a leaf and give it to me. Right. That, that is what makes the spores, so it can reproduce. No, trees don't have spores. How will they reproduce if they, they don't have, have spores? They have, they have seeds. What is seeds? 
a kind of sport. Do right? any of the trees have seeds? Oh no. <laughs> Welcome to tree biology lessons. Infinity about botany. Oh no, we've made a mistake. Oh god, Emily's botany see. is medium. <laughs> Pine cones hanging from some of the branches, but they're surprisingly small. Smaller even than normal pine cones. They're little tiny mini pine cones. Okay, um, she will she will grab a pine cone oh, and um, make that house. Don't put it, sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. Um, they'll grow another one and try and like peel back. So because they have pine cones hold the seeds. And why right in saying they hold the seeds inside the pine cone? Sure right, saying that. But yeah. If, they, right. if it's closed, if it's so young, if it's young. Oh. Like... And it also depends on the humidity. <laughs> try and oh. Because yeah, pine cones close up in uh, dry conditions, and then they, I, I think it's that way around, and then they can open up in moist conditions. Can Infinity try and druid craft to make the pine cone open? That's a good use of druid craft. A absolutely, yes, yes. You sprinkle some uh, damp make, plant like, make hormones it, yeah. over the over the pine cone, and it opens up. It unfurls like a flower. So this is like the tree egg spore. Uh, egg spore. Um, yes, in a way. These Baby are trees. Baby trees. Right. And I'll take one tiny little seed out and give it to each of them. There you go. Then I'll hold a pinecone. I will plant this later. Yeah. <laughs> Put the seed in my pocket. So we're in a tree. They're in a tree. Where, like, how many people are even here? I'm just uh, trying out the new words as I learn them. <laughs> there seems to be quite a lot. Where, where exactly do we know where Vow is from here? I didn't ask. Can Emily I do not? my trying to, like, oh, use the, the mountains and satnav and 3D? I rolled to beep boop. Uh, <laughs> I would like to beep boop. <laughs> Yeah, you roll a survival check, but um, but <coughs> do know that the sun has basically set. It's getting darker it's now. It's twilight, and you are in a grove. It's not like you can really see. Uh, Any stars in the sky? You could wait a little, a little longer, and the stars would come out. Yes, you can see a couple. I'll try now, and then <laughs> maybe wait. Let's let's say that this roll counts for that you've oh, waited cool. a few minutes and i rolled a 19 plus six is a 25 on survival on survival who has plus six survival uh someone who had to fly through space to get to where they wanted to go <laughs> was the thought process behind that <laughs> nailed it um, now you've not uh you don't have the maps of the stars which you remember you had when you came but last the, the first night that you were in Val you did look up at the stars and imprinted that on your mind and now a few days later in somewhere slightly different you look up again and you see the same waypoints but ever so slightly changed hmm. you compare the two calculate you work out where you are you're We've not, not really far. moved very much <laughs> you're, on you're a planetary scale no <laughs> from Val 
You'd been walking in the right direction. Clearly the amount that you'd walked had brought you close. But you're maybe five or ten, maybe five miles away. Oh, we're, we're closer than we were. Wait, in this universe, are we using the imperial system? D&D mm, &D does, you're so yeah. You five miles away, but you <laughs> don't know what those things mean. You know that whatever it is, whatever We're about 36,000 barley corns away from... <laughs> barley corns? That's a unit of imperial measurement. I think, isn't that, isn't, I think the inch is three barley corns laid is end to really, end. Is that true? That's I an amazing so. fact, if so true. Plausible. I hope that's, that's great. Fact Incredibly plausible, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're we're closer than we were. Um, it wouldn't take too long to get back to Vana. Yes, Uriel. Uh, sorry, this is this is related. This is the chat of opportunity continuing. Oh, it, was, it was Simon raising his hand. Not Simon Uriel. just put his hand up. <laughs> oh, pick me, miss. Oh. <laughs> Uriel uh, like Infinity. I have a question. Chat um, of opportunity. Go. Uh, the barley corn is a, a, a unit of length that is in the imperial system. How? Um, and, and, and it is a third, of a, a third of an inch, or 8.47 millimeters, and it is still used as the basis of shoe sizes. So a little bit less. Wait, shoe That's sizes? Amazing. So is that like 37? That's the number. That's the stupid shoe number. I think so, no. yeah. So six, Wait, and a half, six and a half. How many barley corns is that? But like, I'm not sure if that's because obviously that it says in English-speaking countries. So I'm not sure if that's. I'm English just gonna. I'm just gonna jump in here and I'm say, let's save this. Sorry. Five minutes. Sorry, sir. Then let's do this. <clears throat> Sorry, sir. <laughs> I know we could do it, but we've only got five minutes, so let's just. Okay, okay, okay. Um. Uh, infinity. As you look up to the sky and calculate where you are, you also look around you, and you see lights flickering on. Uh, in the trees around you, small lights, headlights, some larger. And looking into the center of this grove of trees, you see the same thing that Tenebris you saw much earlier. This uh, large trailer shaped, um, well, it looks like a trailer, but with covered in sort of strange mechanical bits and bobs and um, just uh, rolling away some sort of engine um, in the, uh, hung between uh, the central trees and uh, ejecting smoke slightly out. And what you see, you sense it more than see it really, is that the lights are all starting to flow in a direction. Maybe not all of them, but a few of them. They're starting to flow towards this machine and others are starting to flow upwards, up uh, the trunks of the trees. Oh. Sorry, when you say lights, these lights um, that... They're sorry. like electric lights, Got as you. though, like for head torches or right. torches. Or People probably wearing some kind of lamp. Like, everyone seems to be going to that. Uriel, that isn't a part of a tree. <laughs> Not what? that I'm aware of anyway. Right, what, what is it? Um, A trailer? We've seen a trailer before. We were in... I've seen movies, set. yes. Uriel. Even <laughs> just slowly shakes her head. <laughs> and... <laughs> There would be movies in this universe, so we could technically talk about movies. Anyway. In-flight in entertainment between planets would have to be immense oh, in so order to good. fill that time. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, that's not part of a tree, so... And everyone seems to be moving, well, towards it. Should we go there? Well, if Or should we go people... the other way and leave? Um, they might... If we leave, I'm scared that wolves will kill you. Or well, and also, I'm pretty oh, sure they could find us. Let me clarify. 
some of the lights are headed towards this thing, this trailer, uh, and some of them are headed up different trees, so up the trunk. Just generally going upwards. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, okay. Sorry, if we everywhere. try to leave, they'd find us. They know this uh, for forest very well, it seems. Okay. Well, don't want to annoy anyone. Be nice to everyone. Make lots of friends. No one is scared of you. Everyone likes you. Happy, happy days. And that sounds yeah, good. Just, just to be clear, nobody here wants to kill us. Yeah? Because it's been a couple of days since I feel like that's been the case. The wolves wanted to ask. kill us quite a lot. Emelina, I didn't ask explicitly whether she wanted to kill us, but she does have claws and she could kill us. Well, but you said she was nice to you. No, I said she was nice. Oh. Oh. Well, if she's nice, we should go be friends with her. As you're having this conversation, the last of the light of the day leeches out, leaving the stars and the moon is yet to rise. You hear in the distance. And uh, Tenebris, with your dark vision, you see across the grove balloons, much like the ones you'd seen before, but a slightly different shape, more oblong oval, rising up and inflating out of the trailer. Then you see the tension in the chains suddenly go slack, and then the chains release and fall down into the space beneath the trailer, and the trailer slowly starts to rise into the blackness of the sky. Oh, we should have maybe got on it. And then... <laughs> in front of you, the thin, slightly stooped figure of Emelina. Superhero landing. Then, uh, limping along the rope bridge uh, connected to your branch, you see the thin figure of the old man with the hunting rifle, but not slung across his shoulders anymore, held in his hands, moving towards you. Oh, shit. At his side, a small blonde girl, her knife also held in her hands. Behind you, you hear... And you look to see the large, overbearing figure of the figure who had helped you come to this place. No. No. Emelina no. looks at you. We will have to work out what to do with you. And we'll leave. No. <laughs> this isn't very no. jellical, Ali. Ali, you're not a jellical cat, my god. Oh. I assume they're about to bust into a musical number explaining how that they are going to heal heal all of our wounds. I have one hit point, Dennis. <laughs> um, Ali, I know my backup character is very cool, but we don't need to, you know, try and bring her out. Like, my god. 
Oh. Emily, the injured character. Nice. I mean, crikey. Oh, oh, blimey. The Jellicle cat. Jellicle cat and Jellicle cat. Wow. Oh, God, well, we are not dead quite yet. We didn't die! <laughs> well done. Yet. Also, Charmony for soloing a large part yeah, of that well session. Well done, done Charmony. Really good job. <laughs> and obviously, Ali, as always. Like, uh, no, you, you were yeah. you were shit, Ali. You nearly <laughs> killed us. You guys. I'm just, I was just amazed how quickly it was all resolved. I was like, oh god. Yeah, that was that not was planned. The... In case anybody I... is accusing us of that, that is not, not no, planned. That was the role. That. I should have taken a picture of my role, which brought you up, Simon. But mm. my... well, it's... Oh, we do. It's fine. It was a 12, in case anybody cares. But... I do care. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry for recapping the. I nearly would have recapped the entire plot in great detail. I was, I was like, someone stop her. Like, who it's needs like, a roundup episode when you've got to never talking to yeah. people? <laughs> and you were just like, no, please stop. And I was like, oh god, it's just me. There are no other player characters. So oh god. god. You did great. better than Uriel did with the fish people, trying to explain everything that happened. I was trying to use like one syllable words. <laughs> oh. Right, should we take a little break and then come yeah, back with some uh, science? That. Yeah, let's do that. Thank you everyone for staying right. with us so far and we'll be back in a very short moment. Hi everyone, hi, welcome hi. back. We've had a break. Um, I've had a hysterical break. <laughs> We're on a break! Break in our sanity. <laughs> We're still not okay for some reason, but don't worry, what? don't worry, it's all be good. Uh, uh, we are we are okay enough to be able to talk about science tonight um, oh. for you, and um, there is I I feel like there were loads of things that came up in that episode um, mm. that could we could either chat about now or could come up in future D and D briefs. Um, things that that need to be explained using science uh, that happened. Has anyone got a favourite? Canopies. How do they work? <laughs> no, that's not science. No vetoes. Canopies. How do they work? No. <laughs> Well, in terms of things that are not science, but I did want to call back to this. So we uh, we we ended up briefly swerving into shoe sizes. Yes, and... okay, we do. Oh, yes, with the barley. And, very important. Right. Yeah. So oh, yeah, uh, yeah. apparently, um, this is uh, the barley corn is the basis for current UK and North American shoe sizes. The largest shoe size is taken as twelve inches. So a size twelve shoe is twelve Who inches has long. Twelve inches feet. I'm, oh, I'm a size 12. No, I think that's no, yeah. no, no, you're not 12 inches long. It's 12 not... inches is like that. It's like a ruler. I mean, I'm literally just reading what's in front. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> like, it's a 12 inch foot is a size 12. Okay. And then okay. counting oh. backwards in barley corns. So a size right? 11 is 11.67 inches. And a size 10 is 11.33 inches. I thought a barley corn was. Oh. It's a third of an inch each so time. No so every time you go less down a shoe. Two thirds of a foot long foot. Mm. Or a two thirds of a ruler long foot. Yeah, oh, so like, I guess okay. 12 inches is a foot, so it would be the length of a foot. That does make sense. About a foot? 12 yeah, inches a is a foot. A, oh a my god. It does all make sense. Yeah. yeah my foot isn't 12 inches. The shoe sizes aren't inches. Let's try and guess each box. other's shoe size. That'll yeah, be that, That's this is great podcast content. Charmony, are you a size 6? I said my I said my oh, shoe I size wasn't earlier. Listening. No, pay more attention and six what and is a half. It? Thank you. Well, basically six. Yeah, I mean. 
I don't know what happens when it goes because you know how it like loops back on itself. Like when you're a kid, you go up. Yes. What does that? Yeah. What's the maximum kid size? Is that twelve? Can you be a size fourteen kid size? I don't remember being a different kind of shoe question. Are you ever a size one? Like I don't think remember ever being a size one in shoe. Can be. I'm sure I bought a size one shoe. For your kid. For your baby. Maybe it doesn't Not have a size. Not for a baby, it's because no, tiny but like, size. you're in primary school, really and the numbers it. are going up, and you're like, oh yeah, it's going up, it's going up, and then you it comes back around to one. So you Is know it how possible to remember primary school. That's a good sign. I remember some of primary school. Primary school. I remember primary school. That bullying was really lodged in my crawl. The answer is yes. So we've solved that. You're like eleven in primary school. What's the yeah. What's your first memory? Like Ali? last week, he remembers. Like a goldfish. Well, Ali backstory I'm dump sure coming now. Fifty first day. <laughs> sure, my mm. first memory is is just a picture of uh, me as a baby, and I feel like I actually have that memory, but I don't. I just seen a picture and have internalized yeah, yeah. it as my yeah, own memory, yeah. so I don't really know. Is the answer. So, so I think I can remember, remember being about. I remember being about three and watching Thomas the Tank Engine, like a very oh. hazy memory. Solid. I, I have a similar thing where I feel like I remember looking down on a birthday cake with Winnie the Pooh on, and Aww. but there is, however, a picture of me at my at my third birthday looking at a Winnie yeah. the Pooh cake, and I think it's probably that. Mm. But that's what in my head is my earliest memory. So you'd expect that shoe sizes would make more sense in a metric system, right? Like in Europe. There's a metric. Oh yeah, that whole like th yeah. It's a different ones. What's that based on? <laughs> oh boy, it's based on something <laughs> called the Paris point. The Ooh, Paris point. That? The Paris What's point Paris? is two thirds of a centimeter. Oh, for God's sake! Oh, <laughs> oh no! Why would you do God. that? That's it's in, in a rational fraction of a centimeter. Oh, Hull sizes are uh, incremented by one Paris point between half sizes. Uh, what? That's fine, but just why? But like, why two thirds of a centimeter? That's so strange. Oh, so oh, it's based like on the French were doomed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the other thing that I had up here, there is a diagram which um, links various imperial units together. And I'm not, I, I will take you through a flow of this diagram. So, and this is interesting because it breaks it down into um, the order of magnitude of the units and they range from micrometers to kilometers okay. in scale. So for example, uh, there are 20 twips in a point. There are six points in a line. There are 12 lines in an inch. Three inches in a palm. I'm sorry. Two palms in a shaftment. Uh, shaftment. I'm not kidding. Five shaftments in a pace. Two palms in a shaftment. Two palms in a shaftment. Bonk just for not days. Just... That's what it is. And there are two shaftments in a foot. So <laughs> make it this what you will. But no, then no. there are three shaftments in a cubit. There are 11 cubits in a pole. There are four poles in a Gunter's chain, 10 <laughs> chains in a furlong, and eight furlongs in a mile. Okay, Aww. someone has to have a character called Gunter who has a big chain. That has to be like, and this is weapon. That's or if you want to start from a different point on this flowchart, there are three digits in a nail, four nails in a span, five spans in an L, 96 Ls in a skein, and 120 oh skeins in a spindle. Why? Why do they do uh this? <laughs> And it all goes to a, a, an imaginary How? unit at the end, a spindle. Yep. How high were they when they created this? Like, <laughs> just pick a number and then word. What is a spindle I've lost that. Yeah, a cubit. So I thought that was That's... an ancient Egyptian regimen. That, that, that was the length of your, that was something with your forearm. <laughs> In, in ancient Egypt, I remember. Really? Yeah. Forearm from like here. No, it was from like your elbow to the end of your little finger, if I remember rightly. 
Is everyone? Oh no, I'm not thinking. So, uh, and there was another one that was bonkers. That was right. So bonkers. there are five shaftments in a pace, bonkers. two paces in a step, four steps in a rope, five ropes in a Ramsden's chain, and then fifty Ramsden's chains of Who the Roman mile. Who are these All people? Of these chains? people with chains, yeah, yeah. differing lengths. Famous <laughs> men or women with differing <laughs> chain lengths. We're gonna have Uriel's yes, rope, but let's be real, they were almost definitely <laughs> men. Like they Uriel's were men. rope will be the new system of measurement on on Braxcan yes. too. Uriel's rope. Uriel's rope. Yeah, just keep everything in Uriel's rope. Five. Yeah. But this is. I'll post this. Tell you what, I'll, I'll post this picture in um, our Discord. Uh, Everyone, join Dr. Simon Clark's Everyone, Discord yeah. to find the RP Geeks discussion. There is a link to our Discord on our website. Um, and if you do exclamation mark Discord in the Twitch chat right now, apologies to podcast listeners, uh, it will also come up. How dare also, come watch us live. People. It's much more fun when you come and watch us live. <laughs> it's also really fun if you download the podcast, even if you've watched it live. It's also really fun, I've heard. That's so fun. Especially also if you then rate the podcast five stars and comment you know what how it is. You know what would be more fun than telling people how fun our show is? It's like doing making the show. a fun show. Yeah. And maybe talking about the science. I don't know. Disagree. This is a wild Strongly idea. Disagree. But so, so what were the bits of science that you picked out today, Sharmini, that you thought might like... <laughs> It was just Thanks okay, there's nothing really to say, but look, she's got she's got a wingsuit thing. Is that what they're called? When you can glide on the a squirrel oh. suit. She's got claws for gripping onto the trees. She falls backwards off branches. I'm in love with her. That's the science of that. Tenebris and Emelina <laughs> sitting in a tree. Falling out of a tree. Yes. Falling out of a tree. <laughs> Actually, I wonder because I, how fast do you have to go in a wingsuit to achieve lift? It's very fast. I know that much. <laughs> but but it, me, I'll, I'll work on this. How, how far do you have to fall before the, before the wingsuit yeah. will, will... That's well, the relevant thing, about speed yeah. through the yeah. air, right? Yeah, but you're going to be going at falling... At terminal velocity, right? Unless yeah. you kick off the branch. Kick no. off, go like minimize your resistance. Oh, I suppose yeah, you but go, you gotta go, like maximize yeah. your, I mean, your your initial velocity speed, is yeah. gonna be like a meter per second tops. Like if you kick off of a branch, like yeah, but then it'll, but how long you can't it'll, it'll, add that much surely by kicking off. Yeah, like it's but gonna be it, pretty. It's gonna make a difference when you need to get to get to high speed as quickly as possible. But not if you're fighting gravity. I don't know. I feel you're like fighting wouldn't... gravity. You're, you're Getting up to terminal velocity. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know how much difference it would make if you actually, like, falling. Hmm. So say you're standing. Okay. Let's just say, for example, you're standing yeah. on a wall and you yeah. just drop, right? As yeah. opposed to like jumping. Yeah. I can't imagine it adds that much. Gonna make that much difference. Jesus Christ! I'm on all sorts of strange. You gotta. You gotta <laughs> definitely minimizing your air resistance would re result in a higher yeah. terminal velocity. So that'd be but nice. But then she wants to boom her. And then, down. but yeah, but once yeah. yeah, but once she reaches, she can. Oh, and the trees are very tall. Maybe so she wingsuits has... work like a wing, right? So what you need yeah. is like maximum air. You need the, basically the different. You need maximum speed so that you can get a difference between the pressure between the two airs for, like, above and below the wing, right? So it's, an, it's still it's still basically an aerofoil. Yes, it's an aerofoil. But I don't know if birds' wings and, and wings in nature are aerofoils. I think they actually gain lift by but just, not wings, just but a intercept flying squirrel. No, but a squirrel though does have flying. the like. Yeah, so, so it's not an, it's not a aerofoil. It's just yeah. I didn't a I'm parachute. Not, I think it's a parachute. Yeah, because they're like gliding. It doesn't generate not, lift or not much anyway. I mean, it could gen. It could. That's flying squirrel. It's not flying. It's falling with style. style. <laughs> We're not aiming for the truck. <laughs> Boom! Fucking Collides with tree. 
Oh, brilliant. I found a 1998 paper about wingtip anatomy and aerodynamics and flight Perfect. materials. Perfect. Love it. All right, just love leave it. me be. I'll maybe, be maybe flight is one for next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, that could be a like, good one to look I'm up. I'm going to put it down on, on the, like, the list of ideas. Like, Was to, anyone to else cat? expecting us to be attacked by a giant mechanical bird when we were in like the tree No, because I don't think no. Ali is that repetitive. But I need someone. Thank you, we... Thank you for that. I heard well, that in between. a little bit. Um, also, can I just just while we're while we're while we're working on what we're going to talk about, Ali, the music for the first like twenty minutes was incredible. I was going through all emotions, and it was very difficult to not cry. It was, I thought it was brilliant. I was just being nice. Thank you. Stop Thank being you. nice. I'm, I'm still work. learning about squirrels. It's good so for him. <laughs> he might like me more and not want to try and kill me. <laughs> I've got one hit point left, Simon, and people are about to attack us. <laughs> yes, true. Be nice to the uh, DM. <laughs> so it's, it's gliding. It's equilibrium gliding is what it's called. We're going to look at it <laughs> next week. Because it sounds like complicated physics. Like, yeah, aerodynamics really is, always, is always massively complicated. I think space is just a parachute. Really I'm just I'm going to be on record and say it. I think it's basically just a parachute. Yeah, I well, think what so. Do you mean just? Like, what do you mean just? Like... As in, it's not generating lift. It's just trying to it, slow the descent. It's a lift, then. What, how it, was, it, is it lift, lift is when you have lateral motion through the air and it generates a vertical motion. Okay. Like, it generates a vertical force. force. Yes. It doesn't sorry. have to generate vertical motion, so it could be generating lift so while they're falling. It's a force generated on the underside of the of the flying squirrel wings by the air resistance, right? The like a, and that pushes it up a little bit, which gives it the, the lateral motion. And then there's drag and stuff. Yeah, you're but right. It's a parachute, isn't it? The... <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not lift. Right. It's but, okay, so you say it's just a parachute, but didn't they design like a special parachute for the Mars rover for Perseverance? Like it was like supersonic or something because it went out really, really quickly. Well, you so, have a drogue chute that you use in upper atmospheres. So that, that's yeah. that's one of those that you use to sort of kill their initial aspire? velocity. I think How it's does that aspire? work? Because there's no sort of atmosphere to, to fill. There the is chute. some atmosphere. It's just, it's just minimal. minimal yeah, so. so what does it do? Like, how does that work? It, it's same same hard, as it does. It's just it? less. Like, there's just less. Um, but I think also it's designed to, it has a smaller surface area, but it's acting for longer, basically. So it's right. like a right. slightly so what like was mechanical the point? <laughs> setup. What was you, the point you... of them getting one that went out so quickly? Was it just the quicker out it goes, the better, I guess? Uh, I am not sure. I would assume it is to do with the mechanical strain on the system because it's yeah. a totally different thing to have like a small shoot that kills your, a lot of your velocity from a large number. Whereas what you want with the larger parachutes is to kill your velocity to basically nothing, mm-hmm. like qu- relatively quickly. And then they also have... But wasn't the sky crane stuff? But am um, I thinking correctly that the video of um, the whichever Mars rover landing Curiosity, like it was seven minutes of terror, pretty, or whatever, like violent. Like it, yeah. it wasn't a gentle. Well, wasn't like oh, I'm parachuting. No, it's pretty good. No, I think it's pretty good. They have because they have um, they have the parachute system, and then they have uh, the jets that go from the bottom of it as well after the parachute goes. So it kind of like floats oh, down. That's and, cool. Like, lands. But oh, what was can. the? It was the rover before that. It wasn't opportunity. Was curiosity. No, well, the one before that's curiosity. In insight. Where's that one? That's Percy. Insight. No, that's. Sight? 
Insight. There was the one. Insight. There was the particular Mars rover where they shot it at the surface and they just basically oh, they surrounded it. it by balloons. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, and it was bouncy balls. Yeah. No, it's amazing. It's it's so very cool. Um, I should know the name of that, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I'm I'm annoyed that I can't remember. I that. literally made a documentary about Mars rovers and I can't remember what it's called. Well, I'm going to look it up. That was, uh, Mars is something that will come up in something that I had prepared for today. I don't know if we want <laughs> oh, to go oh, into. Oh, yeah. Wait, I just, we love like, there was Mars. one more thing that I wanted to say. It's, for... it's Spirit and Oppie. That's how they, it's Spirit and Oppie. Oh, it was both of them. Right, okay. One more suggestion for future Rip. D&D briefs is how to navigate by the stars. Yeah. Plenty of literature on that. Yes, would love. This is incredible. The flying squirrel. Right, like it has, <laughs> it sticks out. It's it's so it's it's totally not operating like an aeroplane. That was just nonsense, right? So let's pretend I never said that. It's some sort of crazy parachute-like combination. And what it what it means is that it jumps off something high, right? And then it goes. It, first of all, it's going down quite fast, and then it's then it as soon as it outs its sort of its wing bags. Then it, it very wing bags. Wing bags. <laughs> it, just it very quickly starts slowing down its fall and get, generating a lot of lateral motion. And then mm-hmm. before it lands on the other, because what I was worried about is that this, that, you know, Emelina is going to chuck herself off the back of a branch and then just accelerate into the trunk of whatever other branch tree she's aiming for, right? Sure. And I was like, how is that going to work? But the that, squirrel, what happens yeah. is like it actually starts accelerating backwards before it hits the tree. What? What? Like it's, it's okay, well, decelerating, if you want to call it that. But, <laughs> oh, so decelerating it, it, backwards. We were all like, wait, so it just suddenly goes backwards. It fires <laughs> its retro <laughs> rockets. <laughs> it starts it, going it, up again. Yeah, right? Backwards it goes acceleration. A, exactly. Yeah, it, it starts, starts going up, slows down, go upwards. and grabs like, how the tree. It, so it must, well, there's got to be some, because it's going fast enough. Yeah. Fast enough to what? But where's the lift coming from if it's going up? Because a parachute can only go down. That's true. It only looks like it goes up in pictures because of the camera that's filming it is falling. Also, how on earth does a flying squirrel learn how to do this? Because I feel like you get one <laughs> shot at learning, and if you don't do it well, yeah, you're how a piece a bird of jam. Learn to fly? Like they fall <laughs> on the floor. You've all seen the time, those ones, the, like the footage of ducklings coming out of trees, yeah. just stacking it into the ground. A motion like that, where you have to decelerate, fire your retros as you're coming into land, like okay. the, you. But if you've seen your parents like jump out the tree and every time they just go, wee, <laughs> like surely just going, wee, is easier but than flapping. <laughs> but I find that idea really, because this was, this was something that came up actually when I was watching uh, Star Trek recently, that there was a species called the Jem Hadar that were basically genetically engineered to grow incredibly quickly. They were naturally very aggressive. Didn't and have they, childhoods, poor darlings. And, and they, you know, they became soldiers within like a couple of days and they just instinctually knew how to do this. And the idea of like genetic memory of like, oh, you just know really, how to do these intrinsic tasks. Intrinsic memory is fascinating. Like how, it's how really cool stuff. What's the most complex thing in nature that, that has that intrinsic memory? Because I think the other I thing think about- some of the interesting stuff is like the creatures that know like not to breathe underwater and to wait till they get to the surface after they've been born. They like literally swim up and then go, oh, cool. Now I can breathe. Um, mm. That I feel like that's very basic. I feel like complexity is about adaptability of behavior. <laughs> so survival things like jump when you see a snake coming towards you or don't breathe underwater or like pull back from a hot stove, which actually, no, that's, I guess that's very basic. But but certain things are very, are very, very simple. But what once about you, eye yeah. tracking in humans, right? Eye tracking. Is as that in like complicated though, it's just a... Oh, it's a but as in, no, 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 not tracking where someone's eyes are moving, but knowing, so if you're a baby and you see your yeah. parent looking at something, then you know to follow where their eyes are. You look looking. where the eyes go, yeah. yeah. Like, whereas, that, whereas cats and dogs don't do that. Is, 
No, no, that's hugely complicated. And yet, it is a, I think it's a... Kratis MD response. in our Twitch chat, for people listening on the podcast, says spider's webs. That is true. Like, how do spiders know how but to make a spider's They are web? the same every single time. That's no, my they're not. point. They adapt to the, have... the environment. Oh. Like, it's the what, science the, like, the shape it has to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, one spider <laughs> says to the other, it's like, why are you pooping this stuff out of your butt? And they're like, I don't know. It just feels like the right thing to do. <laughs> like... You know, it's that's an instinctive behavior. I think that's incredibly complex, isn't it? Is it is it is it flexible? Like how flexible is it would be would be my question. How much you know, can you there there are certain things that you could do well just by programming something simple, but as soon as there's something where you need like higher processes or thinking to be able to change it, that's why humans don't rely on mm. instinctive behaviors. We could have so much stuff programmed in. The reason babies are so helpless is that by learning to do things and not relying on these simple feedback mechanisms or, and then, you mm. know, intrinsic learn, uh, intrinsic things, is that you have so much more flexibility and so much more complexity that you can do. What if we are a race of beings that have been created by like star beings and have all of like loads of stuff programmed into us, but we haven't had the right activation. Triggered. Mm, yeah. Like suddenly we all get taken to a different planet and we're like, I know we how can to fly. fight. Oh, oh no. Oh. So this is a breeding ground. Again, it's a breeding ground for soldiers. Yeah, they come in, it's they scoop up a bunch of humans, they take yeah. us over to Omnithrax 3, and then yeah. we just like, you know, beep boop, I'm a murderer just now. Why oh, no? When you said Omnifax 3, I just thought, <laughs> what if I suddenly become a killbot now? He said <laughs> Ali, you're basically trying to be a killbot at the moment, so... Uh... Don't be that guy! Also, <laughs> the, it came up in Twitch chat. Um, I think it was uh, Cheryl from our, our friends at Nature Check um, uh, asked about the Nature images Check. of webs built by spiders on drugs, which I would encourage people to Google if they've not seen. Yes, um, I actually had first-hand experience of this because I went to a... Um... Had some drugs, tried to spin yeah. a web. <laughs> spin a web. <laughs> it was shit! <laughs> Yeah, I just smeared a bunch of feces over my wall. Um, I went to a uh, a cognac distillery in France, and basically the room where they they keep the barrels to, to mature them, there is so much alcohol in the air that it affects how the spiders um, spin their webs. So the spiders' webs are just a mess all over these barrels. There's no That's like structure. Spiders. Oh it's just no. Drunk the spiders oh, just, are loving it. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's great. Really depressed spiders just crying, making webs. Also, all the flies presumably are just flying drunk. They're like airline pilots. They're just like it must be incredibly easy to catch flies in a in a cognac distillery. Like they're just lazily drifting into the webs. We're gonna land Legacy. now. I think probably somewhere near that barrel. Just... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're landing on the Chateau of the Pop eighty sixty seven. Oh, I've hit something. <laughs> Please make sure your undercarriage legs are up. <laughs> can I can I tell you something uh, fun about babies following the gaze, right? Oh, yeah. I think they can't really, it's not like 100% proven, they probably can't really do it until around nine months, some people have said earlier. Oh. The reason it's particularly interesting that they're going to look at you and then look where you're looking is that that, which is called joint attention, is very closely linked to what's called theory of mind. <gasps> I love theory of mind stuff. In oh, other words, if yes. a baby is looking at you and then looks somewhere else, is it is that just a sort of habit that it's sort of learned by association that there's something there? Or you wouldn't know theory of mind until you were five, four, five. Three. I was going to say it's no. young. Three. It's... No, 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 no. Three don't, and then they they start yeah. passing the. Is it not the marshmallow test? The mirror test. The test. The mirror is test it? is the one normally. Mirror test quite young. There's also a another one that, that three or four. Else, they can. 
I do yeah, not feel biological enough to be taking part in this. The point is there is there is I probably not a sudden point where they suddenly go, ah, other people are humans with their own minds. So theory of mind yeah. is do you know that when you see something in the world, it if it's it's like a human has a mind like yours has its own perception of the world might think things that aren't true might see things that you don't see that that's the whole concept and particularly as well that you are you and you have like not your them. own yeah exactly you do not relate yeah. to things you are seeing if you and... feel something they don't know that you feel that yeah for example but it's you know it's probably not a sudden thing there are there are tests like as you say like with, yeah. a, with a mirror and about hiding things that happen around a certain age quite developmentally consistently also um, but i just really like yeah. the idea that there are sort of bits of it that could be linked even even earlier yeah it's um, like the mirror test i know is one of those really like controversial tests that some people are like it doesn't prove theory of mind and some people will adamantly say it does because there was like a video so the mirror test is where you put um a mark on on a, mom, on, on someone's face and then my mum does it with bindies my mum oh, really? got a little, little stick bindi. on stick on bindies and, and and you pretend to be Jeez. wiping the baby's face and then you secretly stick a mark on them and then show them the mirror again that's really cool yeah and then so and the idea is if any any human looked in the mirror they'd be like oh cool i see a mark on my face i'll i'll get rid of it or touch it at least and like yeah, interact with their own from? face yeah, yeah. Whereas um, uh, animals that don't have theory of mind will just be like, hey, look, a thing with a thing on its face. Just carry on with their day. Um, have you seen that video? There is a video that uh, is stuck <laughs> in my mind of a cat doing a similar kind of behavior. It's like stood up on its hind legs. Yes. And it's got its ears and it's touching mm. its ears and watching mm. them flap down know, and flap back up. It's intriguing, isn't it? Oh. And it's like, holy shit, that's me. I've <laughs> not heard of a cat having theory of mind. Well, no. this, is, this is an anecdotal video, but it, it, it like <laughs> looks very convincing. I would say, A, humans are very, uh, you know, uh, like you, uh, they like anthropomorphize. to anthropomorphize. Yeah, However, cats are really hard to study because they don't care if you give them treats; they won't oh, do the, the tricks. So they could, <laughs> and we wouldn't know because they, they won't do it for you. You <laughs> put anything in front of them, they'll be like, they're "Yes, like, Anne." Yeah, what's your point? <laughs> like, uh, uh, I'm better than you, so. Uh... <laughs> oh, please tell me that people have seen. There's, uh, if we're on the subject of animal like video uh, experiment videos, there's the a video about. Um, Oh, what's the kind of monkey that they're freak they frequently use? They're very they're quite macaques. small. Or, um, no, not macaques. Um, capuchins. Yeah, capuchin, capuchin monkeys. Yeah. Um, and they did an experiment to do with like the intrinsic concept of fairness, um, oh. where they got. Oh, a, oh, I've seen this. I've seen yeah, this. they yeah. gave like the monkey a task to do, and then uh, they basically paid them differently depending yeah. on you know the, the snack that they gave them, and the, they the gave what was it like? The same being like yeah, the pay. cucumber uh, is like the cheap yes. thing, and they really like the grapes. So they gave <laughs> one a cucumber, and then another one does the same task. They feed it a grape, and the first one is like, oh my god. <laughs> Great, I'll do that task again. And then when they give it a cucumber, it like looks at it, looks up at the human and throws the cucumber. Like, and then it refuses to do like, the task again. Yeah. And then it like shakes the bars and it's like slapping the table, like give me my grape. It's like, you told me what I was going to get. And uh, yeah, no, there's there's brilliant, there's, there's a recent one I've seen of Jay's understanding mm. magic or like not understanding, sorry, <laughs> being confused <laughs> by a magic trick. And like, that's what, thing, that's what kind of, what kind of I magic think quite a lot of animals get confused by magic tricks. But no, 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 not kind of magic confused. trick, right? Like it's so basically they put um uh it's like one of those ones where you like move the cups around and they're like it's not where you expect I it know to be. what and they put yeah. like the really good tree under one and they move it around and they uh, pick it up and then when it's not in the place they look they like they stop and they're like 
the fuck? Like, I got this right. <laughs> you guys, have, you've done something here. Whereas like the idea is that, I don't know if it's theory of mind or just some kind of concept, but that they would, any other animal would just keep looking at other ones and be like, yeah. just carry on. But it's just searching. Jays are smart and they know the they're Jays were like, yeah. like, use you. <laughs> this is not me that got this wrong. This is the world that is yeah. wrong. Yeah, right. Apparently, I think it's either Jays or Crows grieve. Okay. Yes, crows do. Corvids are, 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 are documented as doing that. Okay, just stop happens? murdering people. It's a bad joke. Well, there, there is <laughs> that amazing. That was so bad. That was there's bad. an imager like story of a guy who basically he started like a crow gang war by like feeding yeah, like a group of a murder of crows on one side of the street and then another side like tried to get in on it and then like he basically as if he was like a the wicked witch of the west just like sent his crows flying. <laughs> Oh, He's a real life druid. Anyway, Amazing. science. What was you going to say? Simon, what were you going to say? Simon, Simon, you practiced uh, you, you not, What was yeah. it based on? So basically, um, well, we had in the last, yeah, the last session, yeah. uh, quite a bit of a, a a tumble through some underwater. You <laughs> oh, know. No, that was two sessions ago. Was it two sessions ago? Oh yeah, yes, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, basically, we went, we, we had a fall, and then we went through an underground river, and we ended up talking to fish people, and then we left by another river. Uh, and um, I thought it would be interesting to have a bit of a look at sort of how this happens, because there is a link to extraterrestrial stuff to do with this. So um, basically, when we think about like underwater rivers and the kind of geology that we were experiencing, that's normally an example of what's called cast scenery. Um, which I always assume, and that's K-A-R-S-T. Uh, I always assumed that that was the name of a dude who discovered it. Turns out nobody really knows what the word means. Um, but what? it's very similar to the Proto-Indo-European word for rock. What? So it could be one of these just incredibly old phrases that nobody really knows where it comes from, but it's basically, oh yeah, that's a rock thing. That's amazing. So yeah, cool. no, Wait, nobody what does it mean? Well, that's the thing. No one, no one. No, like, not, if you if no, you look no, at the etymology, like even the meaning is just like it refers to these structures, but like it doesn't. What structures? No, but like. So it refers. It I will I'll give you a definition. <laughs> at all, what you're talking about? <laughs> something, something. Geology, underground river, aliens. Yeah. Was it I refers got. to. A, I'll read you the notes that I had here. It refers to a topography, so the lay of the land, caused by the dissolution of soluble rocks, mostly limestone. But it could be as in the dissolving via, you know, acids in water, yeah. um, rocks, mostly limestone thing, things that are quite easy to dissolve. But sometimes it can be more complex stuff like quartz. That gets oh, dissolved. hence you've got a rock, you've got some water on the surface. <laughs> and if the water dissolves all the rock, you can get an underground river. Yeah. So, so basically you have like a water, a, a flow in to a geological system. And quite Ooh. frequently, this will be where you have strata of, for example, limestone between mm -hmm. strata of other rock. And it will basically flow through that rock, dissolving it as it goes. But then if the height of the water table changes, so if the water table shrinks down, then it dries out and you're left Got with you. this cave system. Oh, like a tunnel. Ooh. Yeah. But what, um, what Wait, happens the is... There must be bits coming down to the tunnel or is it like... like... Is it is it that so it's not just all just sort of flowing down from the surface downwards? It like a flow down here, yeah, and then it'll sort of eat its way. So that's the thing. It's just wherever the limestone was. Depending on the angle that the strata make with respect to the water table, 
so like the local level you can get stuff that is pretty much vertical you can get stuff that is basically horizontal generally speaking you'll have something that's at an angle between those two um but also if you look at cave systems and there's an example near me called wookie hole um that's like kind of a famous example of this cave system um that is basically this but it has a zigzag i can't do the noise so i was gonna Um, try Oh, that was great! <laughs> but like, it goes, it goes, um, it, not in a straight line, but it zigzags depending on where the strata are and where there are fractures between like different layer of the strata. Hmm. So that's why it's not just a river. Um, but that is sometimes mm-hmm. what you you do see, and you do see underground rivers. Um, and the outflow, the other end, is what we see a as a spring. So that can be just a natural cold water spring, um, but as in where I live, Bath, you can get hot water springs, which is either caused by the water being uh, heated by magma that's closer to the surface in like a pocket, or there's a fracture that goes deeper down into the crust. And so the water circulates down and then back up. Oops. So, so the, it's I good mean, to have nice hot water. That is what you need in this planet. <laughs> but um, the, and the journey is such that, oh, can't remember off the top of my head but it's like the, the basically the water that comes out of the spring in bath and it goes into you can literally bathe in it as the romans did um uh it's take t- like something like twenty thousand years to get through the geological feature wow. um, which is why it's and it's so rich in minerals because it's been it's dissolved time. it's dissolving through all that time is the, um, the minerals make it is it uh, acidic yeah um so Right not, now, if I remember the chemistry right, that, I think because it's dissolved, limestone, right? <laughs> yeah, because it's dissolved yeah. the, the water. I think it neutralizes itself, but like because it goes it in be acidic. It's because... acidic, and then it forms calcium carbonate, which is a base. Yeah, so yeah. it neutralizes yeah. the acid. And then it must if it's gone through that much limestone and things, but, then it must. Surely. Are the minerals good for your skin? Did the Romans have really nice skin from bathing? In well, the that bath? was what they um the, 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 the local legend goes that there was a shepherd's uh, was it a shepherd's son? I think called Bladud. Who B L A D U D? Every weekend um, he got totally bladdered next to the pub. I'm, I'm representing local history here, so I've just got to make sure say, that I'm getting this sure right. Get this right. Um, and I think basically he was like a, a pig herd or something like that, and he was a pig herd. <laughs> and he uh, basically fell into the the waters. Oh no, bladdered! He did, and was cured. I can't remember of what. I, I want to say it was like leprosy. That was it. It was leprosy. That was it. He went in oh, and was allegedly cured by leprosy. Was it um, a miracle? Oh no, this was pre-Christian. This was so Just right. This was allegedly. This was Celtic this myth. Wow. <laughs> well, it's a big so the bards had healing. The bards had healing properties. Then. Yeah. So so it became um, like a, allegedly the, the god. Allegedly. Was it Sul or Sulis? I can't remember. But um. That's that was like the uh, the Celtic name for it, and then when the Romans came over, they um, basically founded a temple on the same site, um, which oh. they referred to the city as Aqua Sulis, so the waters of uh. Sulis. Um, and then the goddess in the Roman religion was uh, Sulis Minerva, if I remember rightly. McGonagall. Um, and uh, yeah, basically, like it, it's one of these things that you're supposed to bathe in it, and it helps you because of all the minerals dissolved in it. You can also drink it. Um, <gasps> Presumably not Is after good? people have bathed. Allegedly. Should we go? Should we do a stream from the baths? Does <laughs> live taste stream. good. Live stream of oh, the does it not? So you've drunk it. Is I have really, drunk it. Yeah. Does it it's... put lime scale everywhere. Like it's sort of. Oh yeah. It's like when you, you don't like, clean your really kettle. Like, hard yeah, water. that kind of yeah. taste basically. But it's also warm. Yeah. It's unpleasantly warm. Yeah, warm water uh, is yeah. not. 
Um, but so there's the Roman baths, which and they are amazing because they they have um, the water flows that the Romans built are still perfectly functional now. So there's water flowing water through. Flows? Like the... So like there are conduits that take the water that comes up in the spring and take it to various rooms in oh. the baths because there were depending on how how hot the bath was in a room, they they mixed it in. So <gasps> there was like so the cool. the caldarium, the tepidarium. Um, there was like all these different no, names for them. The tepidarium. Well, because you were supposed to go into <laughs> into like degrees, in a specific order. On. It was like you go in like a, oh. a normal temperature, oh. a very hot one, a very cold one, a kind of in the middle one. Well, they do the the hot cold thing. That's quite common, isn't it? In yeah. like spas and things, you do that. Um, and there was one that if I'm like I haven't been to the baths for a couple of years now, but there was basically a hot tub. There was like a a tub that you could sit in with multiple people, and then an inflow of this water that would swirl around as you were sat oh. in it. But all of these all of these inflows and like they are still functioning the main bath in the bars <laughs> filled via these things that were built I... 2000 years ago yeah, i've never old. i've never gone to i've never gone to the baths in bath we should How? can we can we do a hot tub stream in the baths in bath <laughs> Well, so, so there's the and Roman the one, and then there is a modern one, but I don't think we'd be able to book that just for us because it's oh, very premium. So how does the hot water get forced up from the ground? So I think it's basically um, there will be a fracture, or sorry, no, a, a, a strata of the limestone, and then there'll be a fracture that goes further down, and then there's just a circulation that forms. Um, you, you can almost think of it as like um, it goes down, it will go into that uh what's it called the the fracture and then the flow over the top of that has a slightly lower pressure that then induces a circulation to form back up like so... a reverse air of like, like an aerofoil <laughs> not not everything has to be related to an aerofoil <laughs> water oh, coming wait. in one end of the system from rain or whatever and then there's a load of mixing that yeah. comes on that happens near the hot bit yeah, and then so it, it, it comes it's out being the other pulled end. up basically but yeah so so that's like it's just kind how of how it comes from the I think I think that is basically yeah like you have an inflow that goes in but it's there's a finite capacity so if you're constantly adding more water to the system you know you, you, eventually the stuff at the bottom is going to be forced back out via the pressure gradient that you form by the flow over the top like a kind of Bernoulli principle thing um, <laughs> like an aerofoil like an aerofoil <laughs> actually damn it What's so but like an anyway so so um and and the other thing is like so these are the underground stuff that we talk about but the, there are also features at the surface so if, if anyone wants to google the lunan stone forest in china there are there are these sort of sharp sided right geological features um that kind of look very alien and strange um and they in fact cast oh, geology wow. is something that you can see over like a what large do they area look like? Someone tell me what they look like. um I, I honestly don't know how to explain it i have seen them before that they're, they're almost like plates of rock with like that are like jagged on the top and like lots of them next to each other. I'm describing that badly, really, but they they look very cool. I, I highly recommend that everyone Google's Lunan Stone Forest because this is awesome. So I'm the a little house on the top. Because I think there's a is it oh there's a one in Turkey as well. There's a famous one. I didn't make a note of it, but yes. there, there are there are lots there's of these around Greece the world as well. And mm. they, yeah, there's sort of these te and there are sort of uh, monasteries or temples or something on the top of them, and they just <laughs> these massive just stone sort of things jutting out Humans of the land, and they have. Are great for seeing stuff like this. Like, That's amazing. I'm gonna build a house on it. I'll put a house on top. Wait, yeah. I, I got distracted like, I, by, so the, by the pretty rocks. How, why, why the, how are the rocks, you know, like science? Tell me the science of the rocks. So, so I think it's the same process here of the surrounding material being eroded via oh. different rock types, basically. But oh. but that, that brings me on. Question. Yes, how, rocks do how do the rocks get in that order in the first place? 
So that is yeah. generally, you know, you, you have rocks of, well, these are sedimentary rocks that will be laid down. Sure. And then um, with tectonic pressures, they will be laid down flat, just like a stack of pancakes. And then as uh, the plates move around, that stack can be warped and put at an angle. So and that that's you... how you get the different angles and things that yeah. happen. In and depending on, and oh God, it's... Um, is it an, uh, it's, I think they're called synclines and anti-synclines when you have like a wave f effect that you can see. So you can catch strata that are effectively vertical if they're in the middle of a transition from one you to the other. You mean you're, so you're sort of bending plates by forcing pressure against them and that's sort of moving the stuff around. Does that mean that you're more likely to find these kind of rock formations near plate boundaries? And if you're like bang in the middle of a plate, you know, it's mm. going to be flat. Well, I well yes, if, uh, if they're young, because the thing that like, geological time is really really long so you know everywhere on earth at some point has had some kind of interesting tectonics and and actually like you're more limited by being overwritten if you like by new rock formations turning up like some of the oldest rock formations on earth are actually what that's a really good question let me just go what's the oldest <laughs> rock formation on earth but like uh, google faster uh... google 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 off google off <laughs> No, no, Welcome no, no, to our stream. Where it's we on Google Hudson Science. Bay. Uh, the ge geologists dated the oldest parts Damn of it. the Nouveau Gituk greenstone belt at 4.3 billion years old. It's 4.28, and you know it. Two significant figures. Um, so you know, like they, it can be billions of years old, but for the most part, it's been overwritten by stuff that's happened in the past couple of hundred million years. So geology is not my strong suit. So I'm, I'm probably making I a really hand. Like Isn't that like geology? I think it's really it interesting. It rocks. It really does. Ah, uh, you, you did it. You did it. Get out. Right. Kick Simon out the stream. How do we do it? Um, so the overwriting <laughs> thing. Yeah. I, the overwriting thing. Isn't that like actually it's a big problem for people trying to backdate life? Because yeah. essentially like the, the mm. earliest living things make impressions on rock and that's how you work it out. And it's very hard to find rock that's still left over from like really like the Hadean or whatever. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, like there is almost certainly, well, ev life is probably older than we think it is, but there is just no evidence for it. I think there are certain places like, 2021 years old. So everyone just. When they're like looking for old life, they basically go like, right, where's the oldest rocks? And then they go after Greenland and are like in inspecting, like, is this is this a squidge? This is like squidgy stuff was in this rock once. And looking mm. for signs of algal mats and things like that. that really also, I just want to say, I just got my, my like, religion joke really wrong because obviously Jesus was born 2021 years old and like Adam and Eve and stuff was the thing yes, for that, right? In Christianity. Did, so yeah. I, I really messed up trying I, to. I, there I, was. I was going to give it to you. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There was Not a guy accurate. who um, worked out the, basically went through the Bible and just was like, right, that was a day, that was a day, that was a day. Oh, cool. And worked yeah. out He's... how exactly... Um, like a year before like, Jesus. Jacob. <laughs> no, no, no. And it was Dave, Dave who rightly. begot Steve. You gotta, you gotta do the generations with the begots yeah, and how old everyone was. Yeah. 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 So I don't think it's for days. I think, well, I think it's definitely the, begot, the, the begot begats. I think it was the 22nd of October that they worked out was the date that the world was created. Oh, nice! Oh, wow. but, nice. And I would double check that because that's my birthday. I was going to say, isn't that your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit self-centered. Let me just check yeah, sure the, uh, the yeah, Wikipedia events. It's my birthday, the creation of Earth in Christianity. <laughs> uh, it's not on the Wikipedia, I might have misremembered that. Oh dear. But then, uh, I really wish I could. Uh, there's a, there was somebody, someone will tell me this, I'm sure, in chat. Uh, someone in chat has said it's like 4 
4,404 BC for creation. That's very specific for like a... 4,404. Yeah. But this guy did work it. It was like, you know, a day here, a week there. Like, yeah. just keep going yeah. back and back. Which, like, considering how vague the vibe, the Bible is in points is... People not a creative that. license. I mean, it's a big, it's a big yeah, thing working out how old, how old the Earth is when was creation. This is a big question. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, hang on. Was this it? Uh, I think I found an article about this. Hang on. Right. Uh, yeah. A guy called... James Usher, Archbishop of Armagh, who in 1650 used the chronology of the Bible to calculate the precise date and moment of creation. Working from the book of Genesis and risking some speculation on the Hebrew calendar, he calculated okay. it began <laughs> at 6 p.m. on Saturday, October 22nd, 4004 BC. Amazing. Actually, oh, here we go. Actually, he put the date at October 23rd and then pedantically uh, realised <laughs> that the time must have begun the night before because the Bible said the evening and the morning were the first day. Oh, well, there you go. Oh. Congratulations. Your birthday evening is, is the birth. The same of... as the birth of the universe. <laughs> um, but anyway, so all this, going, back to the, going back to the cave stuff. So um, th that is the most common method that caves are formed. Um, but there are lots of other methods that they do form but not the kind of thing that we ran across um so you get uh things like sea caves obviously which is coastal erosion um working into headlands you get uh fracture caves which is when you know a fracture appears in the earth due to geological activity and then erosion takes place Whoa. in that um, awesome. you also get glacier caves which are formed yes. by the ice melting uh, and, and water flowing within and underneath the glaciers, so like a subglacial process can carve out a, a cave. What the other thing... Of, so under a glacier, you get a little sort of opening and then it fills in over the top of it with more soil and you're like, oh, I just... Well, I think it's also that there could be a, a like one of these entrance points to like a weaker section of rock that, um, it, you know, is under a glacier and then basically it tunnels water uh, melt water the flowing under them. All the water's going to fall down it and you wouldn't even yeah. know until the glacier's moved and then you've got a hole... Um, you know what I find most interesting about all this stuff is like this is all cool and like stuff that happens on Earth. What the hell is happening on other planets? Well, I was about to get to that. Oh, okay, sorry. So basically, the last form of like sort of common way that these are formed is what's called primary caves, um, which are caves that uh, form when the rest of the rock around it forms. Um, <gasps> lava tubes. Like lava tubes, yeah. exactly. Yes, we love a lava tube. So basically, this is what happens when you get um, a lava channel, the, the surface cools quickly, and then you get a hardened crust, um, and then the inside just keeps flowing, and eventually you're left with just the crust and then this, you know, bit, the, 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 a hollowed out bit. Like which a Which we do see on Earth, but it is, I mean, we could talk about Mars colonization, but we know that's a terrible idea. But <laughs> if you wanted to colonize the moon, um, yeah. it is um, one of these sort of sites that have been identified as possibly a place to put a moon colony because- so cool. what, A giant lava tube? What, how yeah. big a lava tube? Um, how big a lava tube? There are tunnels on the moon, and obviously it's, it's a different set of geology because mm. the gravitational constant is different. Um, there are tunnels that, are, that could be larger than 300 meters in diameter, lying oh, under 40 meters wow. of regolith. No. Whoa. So I I have been in a in a lava tube on oh, Earth. on the moon um, on the moon <laughs> I went it was three hundred meters wide uh, in uh, yeah it was in a national park in America when we were filming um, craters of the moon in Utah no sorry Idaho is the is the national park and it was I would say I'm really bad at guesstimating distance I would say it's about five to six meters was the like oh, wow wow but, like, and it was it was all caved oh. in like all over the place so it wasn't like a, a tube as such mm. but you could go and like walk through it and it was it was very pretty sort of rock feature and we were talking about Mars very like round 
very round like very much like you could tell it was a, it was a tube that then wow. had like collapsed rock in yeah, yeah. Really, but the, really, I mean, really cool if you think about the, the problems of colonizing the moon you've got to deal with solar radiation you've got to deal with micrometeorites you've got to deal with the temperature yeah. swings they're really Inside safe places tubes, to be. you're not going to be hit by the meteorites you've got yeah, plenty of protection for the radiation it's a pretty stable temperature they estimate of about minus 20 but oh. it's not swinging well, from not, hundreds and hundreds like of degrees deal um, with yeah so actually that it's one of these places that this century maybe if people wanted to colonize the moon that's that cool. would be a place to start yeah this is a great fact i love that's this awesome. so, i love this that. so much if there is actually a whole wiki article just called lunar lava tube which is nice great sounds like a name of a band um <laughs> we've been the lunar lava tubes <laughs> right, um, thanks everyone we've been the lunar lava tubes <laughs> on the moon um, but that was that was what I had. I, I thought that that was that was, that was kind really of great. interesting you, to dive into the that geology. Was awesome. Thanks, that was like well. the sea caves, especially. I feel like I could have heard more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> didn't everybody do that GCSE geography where you did like the progression from like headland to cave to arch to stack to stump? Oh yeah, God, yeah, I think we did. Yeah, we went to. Yeah, I mostly remember the Oxbow Lakes. Went to like Isle of Wight and looked at some of the stacks. Oh, oh Harry, the Harry's rocks. rocks. Yeah, Harry's rocks. That was it. That was needles and the, the yeah, needles, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, same. Same as nice. Anyway, <laughs> over to you if you if you'd like to oh, wrap up yeah, the whole that, shebang. That was wonderful. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, thank thank you, uh, players, for both D and D and science. Um, thank you, Twitch uh, chat, for joining us live. Thank you, podcast listeners. I don't know why I'm doing an opera. I'm not. You do it. I speech. like this. Um, uh, great. I don't know why I'm doing an opera voice. <laughs> no, <not> opera. <laughs> what what am I thinking? Oscar. What? Oscar speech was the word I was looking for. Not that was my, <laughs> that was my opera voice. Apparently. <laughs> no. anyway, thank you. Is the point. We love you all. Um, please, please continue to support us if you like uh, what we're doing and need more really nerdy T and D and science in your life. Because who doesn't? Tell your friends. Tell it. You don't. No, I do. Oh, Sorry, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's totally wrong. Oh, mate, that's awkward. It's cause... been a very dr- a stressful day. I have been Anything panicking else. about this episode all, all, all okay. like two okay. weeks. Um, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Tell, tell your friends. Tell everyone. Um, leave us comments on our YouTube and on our, our podcast. Can you leave comments on podcasts? Not you really. can on some, but some you can podcasts. also rate five stars and uh, download every episode. Stars. Okay, yeah. okay. I guess okay. you could do that too. Um, but do we love hearing from you? So uh, do say hi. Share your fun science facts with us. We are at RP Geeks D-N-D, that's D-N-D, um, pretty much everywhere on YouTube, on TikTok, on Twitter, and on Instagram. What's N in NATO phonetic? November? November. November. That's what oh, I don't know why, but I was going to try and spell it out, uh, and I was like, Delta, norovirus, Delta. Delta. <laughs> Daddy norovirus. Daddy, Daddy norovirus. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> End it! Quick charming! (laughs) (laughs) Yep! Thanks! Bye! (laughs) Why did you have to be daddy? I don't know! That's what I always think it is! I'm always on the phone to people having to give my postcode and I'm like... (laughs)